time for the BS Sports Show. We want to hear from you, so call us on the BS line. Now, here's Billy Elvis and the BS Sports Show. What a beautiful night, huh? first day of July. We are sitting out front. Finally, next fireworks. Time for one. Stop, get Get and uh, one of the proprietors happens to be the coach of the Fireworks season. Equally, equally a kid in a candy store when it comes to both of those entities. But uh, we'll, we'll talk to Gary, Comet Head Coach, uh, throughout the course of the evening on this first day of July. And fireworks now legal here in the state of Indiana as of last night. Not that we haven't heard fireworks for the past month and a half, but now at least they're officially legal uh, as of last night. And, and this is the place, definitely the place, to, to get your fireworks and, and, and to make your, uh, your Fourth of July weekend party uh, just the best around. I mean, Gary's got so many good fireworks in there, and we'll talk more about that as the night goes on. Mo Times here. He's got his son Chase with him. We're hanging out here on the patio at Time Corners in front of Pyromaniac. We'll also have Blake Sebring here and uh, uh, new Sentinel writer Blake Sebring hanging with us. We talked to him about doing this with us when he was out at Wrigley on Friday. And uh, didn't know you were bringing uh, your protege here. I know. Uh, yeah, I finally found somebody who's going to replace me on the Comet <laughs> in about 10, 12, 13 years. Mm. You know? I figure if I start training him now, he might be ready. By then. Logan, how old are you, buddy? Eleven. You're eleven. And Logan is my little brother yeah. from Big Brothers, Big Sisters. That's very cool, We've buddy. We've been together, what, four years now? Five? Yeah. Something like that? I don't know. i still got a lot to beat into him. You know. What's the coolest thing uh, Blake's ever taken you to do, uh, besides this BS sports show, of course, Logan? <laughs> to the pub box at hockey games. Oh, so you've been behind the scenes at Comet Games, huh? Nice. Does, does having Blake as your big brother make you not want to have another brother ever? <laughs> <laughs> He's actually got a couple of uh, older brothers. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, Blake, you got to be the king. I mean, you get to do all the cool stuff. Oh, take, yeah, him into, take him into the Comet locker room and take him into the uh, rest box. Yeah, the nice yeah. I mean, yeah. Blake's oh. never taken me in yet. never <laughs> 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 Too much competition, Mo. Too much competition. So much hot dough to talk about here in the world of sports, NBA, and dominating the headlines in the last uh, several days. But now the NHL is, is coming to their own with regard to player movement. And, and Mo points out he's a, he's a Blackhawk fan. I, Blake, I know you're a Cup fan, but you're a Blackhawk fan. Another another one of the champion uh, Blackhawks now moves. Brad Richards is headed to Detroit, <sighs> and uh, and be another center. At, uh, yeah, I don't like that trade. I just I'm not a big Brad really? Richards fan. No, I just don't think he's he's won everywhere. He's I know, been. but what's he done individually? What did he add to that team this year? One good game. That was the playoff. I, I this man. He was a part of the only. Tampa Bay Stanley Cup win. Uh, he was the first Chicago win. I mean, you know, something about the guy that's winning. Wasn't the Ranger winning, too? Yeah, I think because he loves so during regular season. He just, hey, 
play it. I might want to start playing it. Yeah, yeah. It's a contract year. There's a contract right here for him. When you're on a one-year deal every year, year every year was, would be a contract. Everything's all added, Mike Green. I love that deal. Yeah, that's I – mean, you talk about a defenseman, uh, a, a right-handed defenseman for, for a couple of seasons. Yeah, since uh, Nicky Lidstrom uh, uh, retired now, and it is uh, uh, – Date with the Hall of Fame. He and better. Uh, Phil Castle going to the to, to the uh, to the Penguins is huge too. That's I mean. kind of like you know. I mean, kind of reminds me like when they trade for Paul Coffey. I mean, yeah. go for the offensive guys. Well, Hosa at one point too, and Hosa's been on his trade, right? Yari Yager, same thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's kind of that that offensive guy that can get to play enough defense to actually compete. Andrew like the to Sidney Crosby and uh, and to uh, Malkin. Uh, yeah, to uh, Gan- Gan- Malkin. Malkin. Don't they need more offense there with the, as many games as those guys have missed over the last three years? They kind of do, but what if those guys come back and are healthy? Then where do you put him? I mean, then you have to play almost like the culture. You just outscore everybody. Yeah, that doesn't work. That never works. No. The last time that worked was the Edmonton Oilers. Maybe right. And we were talking about preparing some of those great teams. Some of those Oilers teams. Oh, might, might be amongst scary. the greatest teams scary. in NHL history. I mean, we're too, too young to remember some of those dominant Canadians. Oh, I think teams. I mean, they had a couple guys that scored 500 goals on the second line. I know. I the second line. I mean, they, were all, they were an all-star team for about five, six years there in Edmonton. And uh, all brought up because like now 10 Red Wings from the 2000s, the late 90s, early 2000s team with Sergei Fedorov and Nicholas Lindstrom going into the whole Ten of those Red Wings. Uh, on the 2000 team, Hall of Fame. That's crazy. 30 of your rosters in the Hall of Fame. That was amazing. I mean, that was an amazing year. It just kind of, yeah. just kind of really worked. They made it work. Yeah. So, um, at any point, uh, hot stove with, uh, with the uh, NHL and the NBA. Uh, looking for fun topics, and we all have talked about it. It's made its rounds. Uh, the awkward situation that happened with uh, Colin Cowherd today with. Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh. Uh, some like a big deal about it. I know Harbaugh haters and Michigan haters will be like, "Oh man, he just embarrassed himself, and he sounded stupid." And he uh, sounded like Jim Harbaugh. Well, as a Michigan fan, I, I, I would I would argue that Harbaugh, you know, was just kind of like he didn't under the line of questioning just kind of caught him off guard a little bit. Well, I think we we've got different opinions, so let's we can stop it. We can stop and start as we go, and we'll see because I know you and Blake kind of differed a little bit. All guests on the herd appear on the Subway Fresh Take Hotline. I, I think I've only met Jim Harbaugh once or twice. Uh, he's very intense, but I like intense. Most of my friends are intense. I'm kind of intense, and he's head football coach at Michigan. And people have to be realistic about this. He didn't get a huge class last year because he came in a little late. So you have never forget Pete Carroll was six and six his first year at USC. You know you can't turn stuff around overnight. Let's not be unrealistic here. But will he turn it around? Oh, absolutely. Michigan's traditional power. He can recruit. He knows quarterbacks, and that drives the sport. Jim Harbaugh's joining us. Are you? When are you at your least intense? Because you are a pretty intense guy. Well, good morning, Kyle. How are you? I'm great, Coach. How are you? Good to hear your voice. Thank you so much. Is there ever a moment in the day you're like, oh, man, I'm cupcake, I'm soft, I'm easy? When, when, when's the part of the day that you are just, like, you're a pushover? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, I guess I don't know. Maybe, maybe ask uh, Sarah, my wife. I don't know. Yeah. You know, when 
All right, that's one of the things that Colin kept banging on for the rest of the days. He kept saying, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of a an awkward question to start off with. And then, I mean, you know, we usually well, get Well, he obviously funk. wasn't paying attention to the question. Yeah. He, he, he was not paying any attention to the question. He didn't hear the intro either. I don't know if it was a communication issue. We, we've had these issues with people on the phone, and, and sometimes you can hear, and sometimes you can't hear real well. And it, it just seemed like that setup that Colin gave him, that sarcastic kind of setup, was kind of lost on Harbaugh. You know, he was just... Kind of, yeah, but, okay, hi, yeah, yeah, I'm but here. You, but you guys know, on a big time show like that, yeah. even if you're not on the air, you can you're still listening to the show yeah. as you're calling in. I yeah. mean, you know, you're, they they set you up for what four or five minutes beforehand, right? And you're supposed to be listening. Well, it reminded but, me of Bob Knight using the crapper twenty years yeah. ago. You know, but there may have been something that you know. Cowherd's voice crackled, or he didn't hear everything he said, and it just it just felt okay, awkward. I'll give you that one on the first question. All right, all right. the next five you got to wonder. But I, I, think, right. I think it's a weird question to start off with. Usually, you go with your you know your more uh, fun questions at the end. So I think it's a weird question to start off with. No, not on me. I think that's a great question. It, it's, it's a normal Cowherd question. Yeah, and it's also like, all right, let's just loosen up because Mr. Intensity's here. So, hey, when are you ever not intense? And, and Harbaugh kind of treated it like... And it's a good question for Harbaugh. And Harbaugh didn't treat it like it was a, more of a rhetorical question. He treated it like, uh, what's the what's the best answer for this question? You know what I mean? He tried to treat it too analytically and not like a rhetorical, no, I don't, fun question. Anytime he's been asked about his wardrobe, though, he's always deferred to his wife as well. You should know, ask her. So I, I don't think it's a bad you answer. You go to Michigan... And you take over a program, and you're starting out. Like, like when you're flying there, and you're flying there to take the gig, do you have a yellow pad, and you're like, okay, I'm going to do this, this, this? Like, what was the first thing you changed at Michigan? I don't know what that, uh, the very first thing that was changed, uh, you know, maybe altered. Uh, but it's just conversation at a time. You, uh, you get to work, and you know, I remember that first first day uh press conference and then then we got to work hiring the staff recruiting players uh uh recruiting players that were already on the roster you know one conversation at a time that's how you, how you get to know people yeah i look at it as you know and this is this is way before it even gets really really bad because uh, about three minutes into this in- interview is where it really just derails and harbaugh is the one that points it out before he, even cowherd does you know cowherd doesn't say what are you doing? Why don't you give me a you know an answer that has some substance? Now Harbaugh is the one that said, "What is this? Fifty questions?" And then Coward it's an interview. <laughs> and and then Coward flashed back. Well, I wouldn't have to ask you fifty if you'd give me an answer. You know, I'm I'm asking you open-ended questions. Give me a detailed answer. Uh, I, I, I'm going to tell you, I've done a bazillion interviews in my day too, and and sometimes it's just that the interviewer and the interviewee don't click. They did well, not click today. Right. Those two did not click today. They, the, they weren't on the same page. Question two, though, the answer was decent, I think. You know, he said he altered, not changed, yeah, and kind of yeah. went through what he did. And then we got yeah, um, this one. I watch you on Instagram and I watch you on Twitter. You're you're very much into the community. It's like you you and and, and not that you weren't everywhere else, but it it does feel different at Michigan because of your history there. It, it does for me when I watch you. You really seem to be all in. All right, stop that right there. Stop that. All right, so what's Harbaugh supposed to say? That was not a question. Oh, but that's that's typical radio TV I know, questioning. I know, but that's... I mean, even at, even at Comets press conferences, not many people really ask questions. They make statements and see if the coach agrees with them. I know. Everybody wants affirmation of what they think rather than to know what the person thinks. But ask a question every now and again. 
Ask a but, question. Cowherd but he's was, already Cow- asked two questions and got nowhere. Cowherd, well, the first one was an absolute But I think the statement's fair, though, because we talked about that the other night, that he seems more all in. We talked about that last night. I know. seems more all in at Michigan than he has anywhere else. So what's and, it, and plus, it, this is a type of thing where he's letting – Harbaugh can go anywhere he wants with that. So anywhere he you're wants. right. He's not putting words in his mouth. He's you know he can go in any direction he chooses yeah. and take the interview anywhere he wants it. You're right. And he goes nowhere with. Well, it. I mean because the easiest thing if you can't sort through an answer or try to find something where you can take the ball and run. I mean that was those kind of things. Those statements that aren't actual questions are where you have an opportunity as an interviewee to take over the agenda and say what you want to say and take it and run it and when I interview Gary after the game, he'll yeah. tell you this. My first question is always, Well what did you think? And it's yeah. it's not because I'm not having questions. I know it's not because I don't have probing questions. I know. Because I know Gary well enough that Gary already knows what he wants to say. And by gosh, he's gonna say it no matter what. It, it you is, might as well give him the chance to say it. It is really hard to have a statement thrown at you, a statement as long as what Coward just threw at him and Harbaugh have anything else to say but Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You nailed it. You nailed it. Yeah, because he pretty much answered the question yeah, for Jim Harbaugh exactly. right there. Exactly. Right, because he came in a little late. So you have never forget Pete Carroll was six and six his first year at USC. You know you can't turn stuff around overnight. Let's not be unrealistic here. But will he turn it around? Oh, absolutely. Michigan's a traditional power. Can we go backwards for a program, yeah. and we you're starting out like like when you're flying there and you're flying. First day uh, press conference, and then then we got to work hiring the staff. And everywhere yeah, else, we had that one. but it, it does feel different at Michigan because of your history there. It, it does for me when I watch you. You really seem to be all in. That was the last one we had, so let it roll. Uh, yeah, I would agree. <laughs> Can't get to screw with that. I mean, he what couldn't. Think, you know, cause Jim, well, because he answered the question for him. Colin already right, answered that question right. for him. Yeah, we just covered the hit. It. Come on, this, this, is go common, to... this is common what was the day like interaction. You decided, Where were you? Yeah. I don't know if there was a, uh, a day or a place or a time. Uh, just was what I felt in my heart was. What I wanted to do. I love Michigan. I love football. I love coaching football. Um, so, feel very blessed. I guess I have an attitude of gratitude that I'm you know, able to be a part of this game and be a part of this great university. What are realistic expectations? Yeah. Uh, realistic expectations are that we're going to be better today than we were yesterday. Be better tomorrow than we were today. That's. Um, hey, let's throw some more cliches out. Success. Well, I mean, but I mean, what are you supposed to say? I, my, my expectation is to win the national championship. Then all of a sudden, that's headlines. Or my expectations are to win the Big Ten championship. Uh, how, about, how about saying, you know, we haven't even started practice yet. I'm not real sure what we've got. In I think I've got an idea, but I'm yeah. not positive of you know where the strengths really at, and I haven't tested it yet. I really need to get into this for a while and see what I've got. But but isn't the answer though partially the media's fault because we. We can have when guys give cliches all the time. Yeah, then when definitely. guys come to the we mic do. and they say something, then we get pissed off because they said something. Everybody was mad that LeBron said he was the best player in the world during yep. his press conference. So either way, the interviewee is going to lose. Tony Stewart, everybody gets mad when Tony Stewart says what he thinks. Yeah. I love it when he says what he thinks nah, and doesn't give cliches. I'm, I wanna, I'm with Harbaugh. I don't know if it's 50-50. I mean, you can never really – you know, figure that out. But I'm going to call that, you, you know, know they are both equally to blame for that interview. You know what this sounds like? This sounds like Harbaugh's going to say something that's going to be headlined. Exactly. And it's like, well, what, is, what do you expect? I mean, really, what do you expect? 
Well, we're getting all kinds of tweets about it. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back and we'll finish up this interview because people are chiming in left and right about this so far. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's been uh, a, a defining moment. In I mean, the, if you uh, don't want to say something, don't agree to do the interview. <laughs> uh, but then again, you know, you got to be able to answer the questions, and, and there's got to be actual questions. I know what you're saying, Blake. I've done it myself. I've, I've made statements, and then you want a response from whoever you make the statement to. And it's selfish on our part because we want affirmation. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But then again, you didn't ask a question, so sometimes you do catch whoever you're interviewing off guard with a statement instead of a question. And and you also have to have that, that mindset of, of, all right, this this isn't going really smooth. What can I do to lighten this thing up right now? How, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's mostly Cowherd's fault for not saying, all right, Jimbo, let, let's pretend like we didn't do this shit and let's just start because right, that's what I'd have done. I'd have said, yeah. all right, this is awkward. We're gonna start right over again. Hey, welcome to the show, Jim Harbaugh, new coach. Of the- How's it going, Jim? How's life? Well, I would have well, started it right over you, to loosen you, them up. Don't you think the sports information director sat down with Harbaugh before this and said? This is how hard. This is how Cowherd's going to do it. I mean, anybody yeah, I know. here, I know. all three of us know exactly how Cowherd does know. an interview. I know Cowherd's different than Patrick, who's different exactly. than Rome, Amen. who's Amen. different than Mike and Mike. And, yeah, Cowherd, yeah. like he's always like starting in the middle of the yeah. interview instead yeah. of yeah. he doesn't do the intros, the the hey how you doing right, that right, kind of right. crap. I mean, right. the the cliche crap. I mean, he gets right into it, right? And right. he always does. He yeah. does it with everybody. So why didn't somebody say that? to Harbaugh, well, or did he not know it? Yeah. All right, well, we're going to sneak in this break, and uh, we'll come back. We'll talk more about that uh, that controversial conversation with uh, Jim Harbaugh and Colin Cowherd today, which is blowing up all over the sports world. Live on the front patio at Pyromaniac Fireworks, the place to get all your 4th of July needs taken care of. You know, you got to get that done. Tomorrow's Friday already, and uh, the weekend is upon us. Get to Pyromaniac Fireworks. Great deals. Time Corners is where you'll find us just off Getz Road in Jefferson. And uh, we're here with the BS Sports Show from 7 to 9, like we are every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9. Mo Times MO Radio Show. I'm at Billy Elvis. Our guest is Blake Sebring, at Blake Sebring on Twitter. It's the BS Sports Show. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana, which can be found at indianasportsradio.com. Tune in for our unique slant on the world of sport of sports covering your covering team, your in the state team of indiana as well as the top national stories too it's the bs sports show i'm at billy elvis mo times at mo radio show at bs sports the fan now on yahoo sports radio indiana at indianasportsradio.com at mcduff realty group their top priority is helping you achieve maximum results from the purchase or sale of your home With over 20 years of marketing and sales experience, Joe Shoemaker and his team will provide you with an aggressive, passionate strategy that delivers the results you expect. For real estate services in central Indiana, call Joe Shoemaker at 317-413-8501 or visit online at mcduffrealty.com. At Royal Home Mortgage, we understand that every borrower is different, so we offer a variety of products to meet your individual mortgage financing needs, including conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, new construction, first-time homebuyers, reverse mortgages, and, of course, refinancing. Want to learn more? Just call Brian Graham, the Mortgage Man, at 260-248-8333 or visit him online at ruoff.com backslash Brian Graham 
and let them help you finance the home of your dreams. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show weekdays from 7 to 9. And every Friday, as well as Monday, we're at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill, Fort's Best Damn Sports Bar. Fridays, it's part of the original weekend starter party with the all-you-can-eat wing and fish buffet, 850 adults, 4 bucks for kids, and great prizes. And Monday, lots of special guests, including Comet Head Coach Gary Graham and Matt Ant's Head Coach Connor Henry. It's the BS Sports Show weekdays 7 to 9, and at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill in Georgetown North every Monday and Friday night. Okay, so what do you have? Ryan, what do you think? Oh, uh... Oh, um... Lollygagging ain't for leaders. They're too busy making plays happen, answering the call, earning their big boy pants. Isn't it time to be the leader you were born to be? The playbook's right there, Captain. What's the call? We'll have nachos, fried pickles, pretzels, buffaletos, honey barbecue wings, and waters all around. Grab a seat. The game is on. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Ugh, I hate these big-ass prices. Sounds like you could use some big-ass savings. I'd love some big-ass savings. Kmart Shop Your Way members save 30 cents a gallon. 30 cents a gallon? That's a big-ass discount. Big-ass discount. A really yeah. big-ass discount. Really big-ass discount. Honey, this solves your big-ass problem. Totally solves my big-ass problem. Yeah, look at that big-ass truck. Big-ass man, man. Hello, big-ass man. Shop Your Way members get big-ass savings. Save 30 cents a gallon when you spend $50 or more at Kmart. more than just a show. It's life itself. It is everything. It's the BS Sports Show. And thanks for spending some time with us. I'm at Billy Elvis, Mo Time, at Mo Radio Show, uh, at BS Sports the Fan on Twitter. Find us on Facebook as well. If you found us at the uh, BSSportsShow.com, we appreciate you listening in. Check us out at Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana as well, which can be found at IndianaSportsRadio.com. Talking to Blake, breaking down the whole conversation with Cowherd and uh, with uh, Jim Harbaugh this morning. It's it's making the rounds. Harbaugh's not looking real good out of all this. Uh, I want to. I, I definitely. I'm with Harbaugh. You got to put some blame on the interviewer for not, you know, making it better and finding the right questions that trip the trigger or, or create flow. It's not the job of the person being interviewed. To create flow. It's the job of the radio personality or the person doing the interview to create flow and to have it, you know, uh, become a seamless conversation. Are we looking at this the wrong way, though? Is Harbaugh just a mad genius? Because unless a coach says something outrageous on a radio interview, it doesn't make the rounds. Jim Harbaugh's interview has made the rounds all day long. You're right. So maybe he's just a, a, secretly a genius because call, this interview is everywhere. I call I called my uncle Tim this morning. It's his 71st birthday today. I love Happy you, birthday, uncle, uncle Tim. Tim. Happy birthday. He's out in Phoenix, and he's like, "Is there any coach at any level in any sport getting more attention than Jim Harbaugh right now?" No, no, no. There isn't. Calipari's not getting as much as Harbaugh. Uh, none of the NFL coaches or the changes that's going on are getting as much attention as Harbaugh is getting as much attention as any coach. In sports, and this is the time of year when you hear very little from any college coach, no matter if it's Nick Saban or Urban Meyer or whomever it might be. This, this sounds sort of like a, a presidential candidate. Remember when George Bush Sr. went after Dan Rather? Yeah, I do. I it's do. kind of similar to that a little bit, but it's like, what's what's the purpose? What are you trying to accomplish? I mean, you're not going to 
I don't think you help yourself by going after Cowherd like this. I don't think it serves any purpose. There's no positives. Well, to it. the thing is, though, Cowherd went after him for the rest of the afternoon during yeah, the show. Yeah, oh yeah, that was Bush. That and was Bush. Without Harbaugh being there to defend himself, I thought that was it was. And he brought other coaches on to talk about it. And another, you yeah, know, that, that's, that's just bad. Well, to me, that, that that screamed of number one. It was, it was very, very smart of Cowherd and the Cowherd show. It was trending to try to milk the situation, uh, but to try to turn it and spin it. And and, and Cowherd did everything right, and how and, and yeah. Harbaugh did everything wrong. And that's all that does is make uh, Harbaugh a martyr. I mean, and it ultimately makes Harbaugh a martyr. You were attacked by Cowherd, and now you're made to look like the bad oh, guy. Yeah, and, and and it just keeps adding on. I mean. Yeah. It, it's just piling on at that point. It's very unprofessional. Yeah. So simple. It just might work. Yeah. <laughs> well, wait. College football coaches, NFL coaches, Jim, I don't know the difference hours-wise. Is your day that much different, college to pro? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I don't know how much different. It's, there's more similarities than there are differences, actually, Colin. Like how? I mean, you, basically, you get in early. You. I mean, hey, where could you go with that? Okay, expunge upon that. Yeah. Uh, what's the differences? Tell me the differences. Leave late. It's the same. <laughs> yeah, that would be a, that would be a similarity. I said coaching football. You know, uh, building a team. Same. More similarities and differences, I would say. Future of the Big Ten. You're at Michigan. Urban Meyer at Ohio State. James Franklin. Um, when I look at these coaches, I say elite recruiters, elite coaches. My, my, I said this yesterday. The Big Ten feels like it's a buy for me. Like, can you sense? Do you have a sense of that and a feel for the conference overall? Um, a big, the Big Ten feels like a buy to you. Yeah, it does. Because how, how does it feel that way? Right there, that was Colin's fault for not explaining that he was talking about buying and selling his stock yesterday. Yeah, B U Y, not B Y E. That was Colin's fault for not expunging yeah. on that. You don't see that? No, I don't. Uh, you explain that to me. I don't well, because the bottom, buy. the bottom what line. Buy? Well, I mean, let's be honest. Michigan's a heavyweight. Ohio State's a heavyweight. They now both have great coaches. It feels like the Big Ten is on the come. It, it feels like there's momentum in the conference that I didn't feel. Oh, a buy, like some, some something to buy yeah, as to opposed stop. to sell? Yes. Oh, I thought I, I thought I buy week or buy. No, no, no. Like a buy. Yeah. That's what it feels like to me. Does it feel like that to you? It, it feels very competitive to me. Mm-hmm. At the highest level of college football. Season... Well, I mean, where do you go with that if you don't understand the question? Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't need it. And Colin was talking about yesterday's segment, which Jim Harbaugh obviously didn't listen to, and he didn't know you meant buy and sell, like in stock. I feel that Cowherd did just as much to make it awkward as Harbaugh did. Uh, I, I, Harbaugh, well, I think Harbaugh the, felt like he was trying a little bit. Yeah, and, but, and you guys know this. The best conversations you have on the radio when you're talking to somebody, you're not interviewing them. You're no, having a no, conversation. Yeah, you're just talking. You go with you the know, flow. There's give and take, yeah. and there's, like, nothing there. Yeah. Open September third at Utah, Coach. When do you put in a game plan? How does it work? Uh, it's a process. It's been uh, it's been it's been going on for for months, and will continue over the next two months. You're not a rear view mirror guy. It doesn't seem like you're kind of forge your way, go get stuff. This feels like one of those uh, where you, you ask like 50 questions on a. Well, you're giving me slow. You're not giving me you're, a ton to work with, Coach. So I just want to find something out about Jim Harbaugh, the human direct. being. Okay. I want to find out about Jim Harbaugh. I'm a, I'm a player right Harbaugh now, and I'm going to play for a bunch right of schools. Now. I'm listening to Jim Harbaugh. I want to play for Jim. Well, I mean. Do you I, have any eligibility, Colin? 
No, and I can't play worth a damn. But I'm saying is I'm trying to kind of. I'm, All right, but Harbaugh tried to lighten it up there a little bit. He and did. Colin he goes did, right but, back. But Colin's right. I mean, he can't have dead air. He just can't. No. Dead air will kill him. If the question, if the answer's short, you better come back with another question, and that's yeah. why it turns into fifty questions if the answers are short. So Colin's response is accurate. That. All right, yeah, uh, Jim, you're not giving me much, so I got to argue with questions to keep this thing rolling. Like I'm trying. Can you meet yeah. me halfway? Yeah. You okay. know. But when Jim tries to be funny, there, Colin just says no, I, and I don't can't play with a damn. He should have, you know. That's uh, yeah. your chance to be a little funny. Jim's trying to be funny because he seems like he's lost. This is where I'm saying this is. It does. Uh, you know, who do you blame? Uh, Harbaugh, Cowherd. It, it just it, didn't work. It, it. Yeah, this was incompatibility. At its finest. I mean, Harbaugh didn't understand what 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 Coward was asking him. Coward didn't understand Harbaugh's responses. There was just no chemistry with this exactly. conversation. Like my question would be too is, have you guys, Billy? You've heard other Harbaugh interviews. I I haven't really, other than the NFL ones. Yeah. Is this similar to what he does there? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very similar. And and and, and like Mo said a, a few minutes ago too. I can't remember the exact. Question, but oh, it was the one about prepping for September 3rd in your opener. Harbaugh is sorting through his brain right now. How much do I reveal about what I do as a coach? And and you know, I mean, he's not going to sit there and give you some some trade secrets. Not that there's that many secrets, but by the same token, you know, as a coach or even as a player, when you're asked about game plan or you're asked about preparation. You're vague. You're going to get a vague response. A reporter has to ask those questions. But it's like Steve Kerr saying, am I going to tell you that I'm making a a starting lineup change and tip off my opponent tonight? Hell no, I'm not going to tell you that. I'm going to lie to you. I'm going to lie to you in this interview. In part, that's Colin's fault because you don't start asking specific game planning questions. We've never gotten anywhere with asking that. But he tried everything else and nothing worked. Right, but I've done it to Connor Henry numerous times, and where has it ever gotten me? Not one spot. Not one place. Not one place. It it really doesn't. If he really wanted to get to know Jim Harbaugh, uh, the best open-ended question I would have started with would have been, what makes Jim Harbaugh tick? Oh, he would have answered. What yeah. do you mean tick? Uh, I don't know. Uh, you could probably ask my wife. Well, then you'd come right back with what makes Jim Harbaugh Jim Harbaugh. Tell me what makes I Jim mean, Harbaugh I Jim Harbaugh. You could, you could probably ask my wife. Well, and, then, and then Jim Harbaugh's the bad guy. If he does it that way, well, then it's the bad guy. he kind of did that. No, not well, not really. But, but don't you ask him at some point, then if you're going sideways, ask him about khakis. Right? Why do you have this attire? I like the khakis. If I wear them every day, then, you know, you don't have to spend time thinking about what to wear. You know, it saves probably five, ten, at least at least five minutes, but sometimes ten or fifteen if you're just otherwise standing in front of your closet trying to think of what the, the right or appropriate outfit is to wear. You're nodding. You're smiling. You probably spent some time in front of the closet. This way you don't have to worry. You know every day. Well, obviously, none of the three of us could ever identify with that. I mean, come on. <laughs> and that kind of statement is the uh, indicator that Cowherd's people and, and that Cowherd should have had under his, you know, belt when he, when he did this interview that, you know, look at that. That, that was that was supposed to be a flip question about khakis and, and joking about khakis, and he turned it into, like, an analytical response. Yeah, but I felt like... I was on 60 I felt Minutes. Like, I felt like... Fo- that, uh, and I bet they edited... Ten hours of tape to get that one. Yeah, thing. yeah, I'm sure. You know? like, oh. But I felt like Coward asked a variety of questions. I mean, it wasn't like he just. I mean, I felt like he was trying. I really do. Um, now, uh, no, no question, no question. He was trying, and 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 like I said, you know, it's not always easy. 
Uh, I don't want to blame Cowherd 100% on this either. This is just a situation where chemistry did not occur. Throughout the course of that conversation, maybe it just maybe it just doesn't work. Maybe that's that's just horrible. I mean, in years of doing radio and 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 in years of writing, you know this. Uh, I think it's probably more evident in radio, Blake, because it's instantaneous. Oh yeah, and you're dead if somebody's not working with you. You're dead. But it, it's almost like you don't want to have your questions all mapped out because. Right. You got to prep yourself for follow-up questions to whatever's been said to you. Yes. And you know, if something didn't come out or something wasn't as thorough as Cowherd would have liked from Harbaugh, it's Cowherd's job to go. All right, no, no, but, but here's what I'm asking you, Jim. No, I mean, but, to clarify but, and make sure Harbaugh answers it as thoroughly as Cowherd wants. But out of everything that he got asked, what was the follow-up out of his answers? I mean, there really wasn't much. There was none. I mean. So, I mean, I kind of feel for Coward that way. It's like, yeah. oh, I am so up a creek and there's no paddles left. You know, uh, I, mean, I, I don't know. know what to do. I mean, I know. But, I mean, but, but instead of changing or, or trying to find a new line of questioning, sometimes you do got to go, what do you mean by that? What, what, be more specific, Jim. I felt like he tried on a couple and it didn't yeah. go anywhere. Well, let's, let's, let's keep going. Oh, with it. I want to play for Jim. Well, I mean. Do you I, have any eligibility, Colin? No, and I can't play worth a damn. What I'm saying is I'm trying to kind of – I want Jim Harbaugh, the guy. Because I bring all these coaches on, and I want the guy. I mean, what – What? I'm a 4-3 wide receiver. Why should I play at Michigan? You are? No, if I was. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh's trying to have fun this here. Seems, this seems terribly difficult, Jim, for you. This is just not work. I love you to death. I really do. But it seems like we're going nowhere with this. And I love you. I'm a huge Harbaugh fan. Well, what, can, what, can I, what can I do to make your interview better? You can't. Just, I'm just asking open-ended questions, and you have not much to say. I want you to sell your program. That's why I bring Urban on, and I bring Steve Sark. I love you guys. I want you to sell your program. That, that is, you got, listen, I love you. It's not working. I, I appreciate you stopping by, Jim Harbaugh. I've been in the business 10 years, folks. That was a clunker. There's not much I can do about that. I tried. I asked every open-ended question I could. You got nothing to say. There yeah. you go. Um, what bothers me... I'm getting these emails. God, this is... What, what, bothers, me, what bothers me about that is, is it, it does sound at the end like, like, like Colin's like, I've done everything I could. I'm Mr. Colin Cowherd, and I'm, I'm the greatest, and, and I did oh, everything I could to make that happen. Radio guys have egos? <laughs> Man, they breaking news. <laughs> Kudos to, to Jim Harbaugh, who probably heard from the SID at Michigan immediately after that. But kudos to Harbaugh for immediately tweeting out, hey, I admit it was a clunker. And in my experiences with interviews, uh, you, you, you know, I'll accept fifty percent of the blame. Harbaugh accepted fifty percent of the blame for the for the interview well, going awry. And then the Coward said later in the show that uh, I think Michigan gets smoked at Utah first game. You know, when earlier oh, he was Bush. You know, yeah. well, and that's Coward trying to push buttons, and, and, yeah. good, and good for him for for going with the flow and milking it. But you uh, radio guys are so fake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I heard a bunch of different, and I'm not. Just a you know Jim Harbaugh lover and apologist. Yes, you are. I, yes, I am. I'm. I said I'm not just. <laughs> oh, yeah. a, a Michigan okay, Harbaugh. Okay, not only lover. he's ninety nine percent, but not totally. There's more to it than that. Uh, the other aspect is is that I you know I am someone who's conducted a lot of interviews and and I've had interviews that have gone amazingly well and some that have gone amazingly horribly and 
generally, I didn't have a whole lot of control. Sometimes it's chemistry. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and sometimes, you know, once that train is off the track, she just can't get the damn thing back on the tracks again. Well, and like I said before, 99% of the interviews you do, somebody else is going to, they know what they want to say. Yeah. yeah. And you just got to find a way to let them say it. Well, uh, who is, let, let's go around the room then. Who is your worst? Oh, wow. Uh, let's see. One of my, one of my worst interviews um, probably Tommy Lasorda. He just he was yeah. rough. He he, he yeah. went through the interview as if he was like on the clock and couldn't wait for it to be over, and you know didn't have any type of you know indication that he was enjoying or sense of humor. Yeah, yeah, anything. It just was it was it was it was really bad. One, and one of the best was Pete Rose, and I think my favorite you know my favorite part of that whole. Pete Rose conversation was as we got disconnected mid-interview, he called us back. You know, Pete could have just moved on to the next interview and uh, or just went on to, you know, go to the sports book in Vegas or whatever it is he's going to do, but he called us back to finish the interview and we're like, you know, we're not New York, we're not L.A., we're a little old Fort Wayne, Indiana, and Pete Rose was obligated and, and kept the interview going and it ended up being a 25-minute a stellar conversation with one of the most... Uh, Enigmatic players in, in sports history. Mine would be the uh, the general Robert Montgomery Knight. Nice. His, his, He's tough. He he makes it tough. Well, his first statement was, "How did you get this effing number live on the air?" Yeah. yeah. How did you yeah. get this effing number? Yeah. yeah. Because I I tracked down his uh, his his personal line in his office at IU uh, from a friend of a friend who was a big donator, and uh, we called that line. And how did you get this effing number? So that's what, how that started. What was funny about him is that everybody used to always, all his defenders used to claim the media is out to get him who had never ever been in a press conference with him right the media would rather have been in purgatory i think than in that press conference because you never knew what was going to set him off you knew something would but you didn't it could have been the innocent thing in the world it could have been the most interesting innocent question well what do you think about what happened tonight and he would go, what the F are you think I think about? What kind of stupid F? F, 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 F. I mean, he could just lose it at the drop of a hat. And it's like nobody wanted to be in those rooms. But they had to be. Well, yeah. yeah, you know, and those three questions that we got out of him probably wound up being the best interview I ever did, too. Because, you know, it it got picked up. It was in the paper. I think Ben actually wrote about it. This was back in, like, 95. I think Ben wrote about it the next day. It was, you know, so it got me probably more press than any interview I'd ever done. And it was three questions. Well, and, and and that's the thing with Bob too is, is that you kind of know that you know you you better be on your game, and and, and I'll give him credit for that. And Popovich kind of does that too. Uh, it's where like, okay, I will play this game, but I'm also going to do it with my agenda. And you've got to go into an interview with a Bob Knight or a Greg Popovich, like, all right, these guys are going to, it's going to be their agenda. So be prepared for the worst, and be prepared. For them to, to spin it any way they want, uh, but also go in there and, and be confident and ask the questions you want to ask. And if, if Pop or Bob blow up in your face, well, you at least did what you wanted to do. You can't help what the outcome is. See, I think it's different for guys in newspapers because uh, guys on TV especially, radio somewhat, it's like they want to be part of the conversation equally with the subject. Right. I could care less what I think about this. I want to know what right. he thinks. It's like I'm I'm not part of this story. He is, you know. Right. So it's it's a different outlook to start with. Right. Well, what one Bob back I think in our interview was I asked him if he was disappointed in the in the length of which he threw that chair against Purdue. If he was disappointed <laughs> in the length. <laughs> wow. See, now that's a tough one for Bob because Bob's like, really, you're asking me this question? Yeah. Yeah. Bob doesn't know how to take. It. I mean, 
not in an interview setting, well, not in a sports interview setting. Maybe maybe in just like a sit around and we're at a banquet kind of setting. He'll talk about those kind of things. But you ask him that question, he's like, really? Come on. After he realized we were live and he apologized for using the uh, F word, <laughs> uh, I think he was pretty cool. So I figured what the hell I was going to go for it right then. Who was your worst interview ever? I can't like, think of one. I mean, I can think of 30. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it just, They're all and, tied. And, and, but the thing of it is, they didn't have anything. Well, most of them, okay, 25 of them didn't have anything to do with me. Right. It right. was the guy was already PO'd because his team lost or whatever, and, and he was looking for somebody to lash out at. Okay. And you kind of know that going in. And that's why you ask the open ended question. You don't try to put words in their mouth. You just say, well, what do you think about what happened? You know, Mm -hmm. and then they can go wherever they want with it. And Mm -hmm. they will, believe me. And then usually that's plenty because by the time they get done ranting for 10 minutes, I got all I need. Thank you. You (laughs) I mean, I don't have to carry it for 20 minutes or whatever. Well, that's what's awkward, too. Like, you know, down covering the Pacers, when they would lose a game, it was so awkward to go into their locker room to ask questions. After always just awkward, yes. It's always awkward. That's why it's so funny that people accuse me of being a Comets fan. And it's like, yeah, well, it doesn't matter to me if they win or lose. I still have to go do that every yeah. game. Right. I still have to go talk to four guys and ask them the questions. And I, you know, it doesn't. I still got to put in the same amount of work and the same amount of effort. Do you, just because they had a bad game doesn't mean I have to have a bad game. And it's always way more fun asking questions when they're hoisting a cup, as oh, yeah. opposed to when they've been eliminated or their season just came to an abrupt end. Right. Like, do you try to ask guys though? Like, find a couple guys who had an okay game. Do you try to find a couple guys who did have a bad game to talk to them to get a, a quote from somebody who's had a bad game? You know, what you do is over the season you. You realize which guys you can count on, which guys are going to be good in that situation, which guys, maybe it's the veterans who've got a little bit more perspective on life uh-huh. and the game. Like Mike Embach was always perfect. I mean, he was great after a loss, after a win, after a shootout, whatever. He was always really good at that. Kaylee Schrock is really good at that, too. Um, Paul Crowder, another vet, was really good at that. Um, some guys you stayed away from, you know, like Nick Boucher did not care to talk after certain games. And it's like, you right. know that, and it's like, you understand it, okay? Right. You just get a sense of it yeah. after you do it long enough. Well, I, and, you know, when when you talk about that, too, I mean, that just... And, and I don't want to... I'm sorry, I don't want anybody to think Nick ducked me or anything. He never did. It's just... A, yeah, okay, go ahead, sorry. That, that lends itself to the question of why do people stick microphones in uh, Marshawn Lynch's face. Yeah. Marshawn's made it exactly. clear he doesn't want to talk to the media. Because right. they're worried that he's going to be the first time he talks and they're going to miss him. Yeah, I guess Or so. they're waiting for him to do something stupid and that's the story. But you know, I mean, do, do, wouldn't you rather go to somebody that's going to give you a colorful, Amen. fun response and not attack you at the question you just asked? Yes, Amen. Uh, or at least give you something insightful? Uh, you know, and, and on one hand, you know, I'm I'm all for Marshawn doing what he wants, and you know, the NFL and him making a statement. You know, that he doesn't like talking to the media. Great, you know, there's plenty of other talkers on that Seahawks team <laughs> that could explain things to the media. Uh, it doesn't have to be Marshawn. But by the same token, um, you know, how hard is it to, to when you're asked a question to answer a question? How hard is it to spend ten minutes at a a post game press conference or a pre game press conference? Well. First off, he's not at a press conference. Right. You know? And secondly, if a guy says, I really don't want to talk today, okay, fine. I have no problem with that. I have none. I'm not going to get in his face about that. I was like, okay, fine. I'll, can I? Can you owe me one then? But, you know, and, and you'd be surprised how often guys, 
respect that right. and like it. And then when they, I talk to them again later after having a better day, I get ten times better stuff. With all the more though press credentials there are nowadays in the way that people get their media, whether you know not just newspaper, radio, or TV websites and blogs, and are, are those type of writers and some of those guys trying to make themselves the story? Amen. Yeah, sometimes I mean, they are. They're asking, Stephen A. Smith is the yes. prime Scream, example of that. Screaming A. Smith? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's take a break in. Blake Sebring, our guest, new Sentinel writer, covering the comments, amongst other things, at Blake Sebring on Twitter. I'm at Billy Elvis at BS Sports the Fan. We're going to get Chase over there at Twitter handle pretty soon because he's on the airwaves more than we are anymore. <laughs> he's over there making his train sounds going, too, too, he started doing that to a lady the other day when we were at the, at the mall yesterday, and she thought that he was uh, he was trying to make it like she was farting. Uh, so the, so he won over the lady. <laughs> yeah, he did. Good for you, Chase. He yeah. smarted another woman. Hey, can I borrow Chase after the show today? <laughs> yeah, he's he's for rent. Uh, by the way, uh, we're live at Pyromaniac Fireworks Time Corners, right behind the PNC and Jefferson and Getz and uh, Gary Graham, Comet Coach here. Uh, a lot of fireworks going out the door, and for good reason. Uh, he's got great deals, a great selection, and uh, the, the dude is really passionate and enjoys his pyrotechnics. So if you got a question about whether you like stuff that's loud or whether you like stuff that's pretty, Gary's got the answer for you. He'll make sure he steers you in the right direction. This is the place to get your 4th of July needs taken care of. Pyromaniac Fireworks. We'll get the proprietor on with us here soon. Uh, live weeknights from 7 to 9 here at Pyromaniac Fireworks tonight on this Wednesday before the 4th of July. Uh, and we'll be back to finish up hour number one next on the BS Sports Show. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana, which can be found at indianasportsradio.com. Tune in for our unique slant on the world of sports, covering your teams in the state of Indiana, as well as the top national stories, too. The BS Sports Show. I'm at Billy Elvis, Mo Time's at Mo Radio Show, at BS Sports The Fan. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio. Indiana at indianasportsradio.com. At McDuff Realty Group, their top priority is helping you achieve maximum results from the purchase or sale of your home. With over 20 years of marketing and sales experience, Joe Shoemaker and his team will provide you with an aggressive, passionate strategy that delivers the results you expect. For real estate services in central Indiana, call Joe Shoemaker at 317-413-8501 or visit online at mcduffrealty.com. At Roof Home Mortgage, we understand that every borrower is different, so we offer a variety of products to meet your individual mortgage financing needs, including conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, new construction, first-time home buyers, reverse mortgages, and, of course, refinancing. Want to learn more? Just call Brian Graham, the Mortgage Man, at 260-248-8333 or visit him online at ruoff.com backslash Brian Graham and let him help you finance the home of your dreams. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show weekdays from 7 to 9. And every Friday, as well as Monday, we're at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill, Fort's Best Damn Sports Bar. Fridays, it's part of the original weekend starter party with the all-you-can-eat wing and fish buffet, $8.50 adults, 4 bucks for kids, and great prizes. And Monday, lots of special guests, including Comet Head Coach Gary Graham and Matt Ant's Head Coach Connor Henry. It's the BS Sports Show weekdays 7 to 9, and at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill in Georgetown North Okay, so what do you have? Ryan, what do you think? Oh, uh... Um... Lollygagging ain't for leaders. They're too busy making plays happen. Answering the call. Earning their big boy pants. Isn't it time to be the leader you were born to be? The 
playbook's right there, Captain. Get what's the cost? Full of nachos, fried pickles, pretzels, buffaloes, honey barbecue wings, and waters. All around. All around. See, the game is up. Swing, swing, sport, sport. Ugh, I hate these big-ass prices. Sounds like you could use some big-ass savings. I'd love some big-ass savings. Kmart Shop Your Way members save 30 cents a gallon. 30 cents a gallon? That's a big-ass discount. Big-ass discount. A really big-ass discount. Really big-ass discount. Honey, this solves your big-ass problem. Totally solves my big-ass problem. Yeah, look at that big-ass truck. Big-ass man. Shop your way members get big ass savings. Save 30 cents a gallon when you spend $50 or more at Kmart. Meet the fuel efficient Ford Focus. Along with great handling, the Focus also comes with Girls Night Out and Girls Night In and Road Trips and the Scenic Route and Swimming and Weekly Car Washes and Making Connections. They actually said that on the air and they weren't kidding around. It's the BS Sports Show. Hanging out at Pyromaniac Fireworks Time Corners, uh, right out front here, uh, behind PNC, Gatson Jefferson. Gary Graham, Comet head coach uh, in the offseason, uh, has a whole lot of fun with his pyrotechnics store here, and there's such a great selection in there. Uh, open tonight till at least 10, open uh, tomorrow, and open 4th of July. Uh, so, uh, obviously, uh, right through uh, our Independence Day, you can shop and get your 4th of July fireworks needs here at the pyromaniac fireworks. <laughs> Somebody look at that sign. I just noticed that sign for the first time. Yeah, pyro it says buffet. pyro buffet yeah. right next to the China buffet uh, near Pizza Hut, and again behind PNC Jefferson and Guests pyromaniac fireworks. And don't make the mistake like I did last year. I thought, okay, I could wait till the day after, like I do with the Easter candy and Halloween right, candy. Right, yeah. So I came over here, and uh, yeah, the good stuff I wanted that would be marked down was all gone. Yeah. So don't don't be an idiot when it comes to fireworks. Don't wait because it it will be gone. Yeah, absolutely. Easter candy's okay. Halloween candy, not the not the fireworks. And you know what? I got to tell you, Gary steered me in the right direction last year when I got all my Fourth of July fireworks needs taken care of. Which is why I'm going to do the same thing here in just a little bit when the show wraps up at nine because yeah, he does know his uh, his bells and whistles, if you will. <laughs> uh, you know, Blake, are you more of an uh, Make a big boom kind of fireworks guy, or do you like the the? the that depends the on what I had for lunch and... that day, Billy. But hey, you know. <laughs> no, I'm um... talking about Independence Day. I'm not talking about loud. <laughs> okay, okay sorry, oh, wrong conversation. Uh, I, I'm not huge into fireworks, but little brother is, so it's whatever he goes with. Yeah. So, all right, so Logan, what do you like, man? You like stuff that makes loud noises, or do you like the stuff that has lots of colors? I like medium of both. Medium so of both, right it's... in the middle. Really colorful and partly um, boom. Boy, what a saccharine answer. Who are you, Jim Harbaugh? He's, he's going to make a great husband someday, though, because your wife will love you because right down the middle, man, is genius. I'd still be married if I would have had that attitude. Right down the middle. Uh, that, uh, Logan, we're not laughing at you. That's a tremendous answer. No, I'm saying I would not, I would not be divorced right now if I had that attitude. <laughs> Uh, look, there's another grocery cart full of good stuff that goes loud and boom and makes and bright, shiny colors. And Gary's stuff. got stuff that will go loud. I mean, enough that the cops oh, thought know. there was a shooting going on at Wrigley Field. I mean, Billy uh, and I went back inside. We came out, and there was like eight cops around there. I was like, I think it's time to go. Yeah. Coach knew. We, we, we left the parking lot at the right time. Let's put it that way. And it's no coincidence the fire truck's driving by right now, is it? Yeah. They'll go by every couple of couple of minutes just to make sure Gary isn't showing off his wares here at the <laughs> Too uh, too readily. Uh, awesome. Well, 
I don't know why I, I'm on board again, just like I was with the Men's World Cup down in Rio. I'm on board with the with the women. I'm digging this. Uh, I'm trying to uh, sidestep the controversy with Hope Solo and, and and Team USA overlooking Hope Solo's transgressions a little bit, just to just try to keep it on uh, on the pitch, if you will. And you know, they knocked off uh, the best team in the world, the top ranked team in the world, that was just lighting up every other team they played. Uh, one goal has been scored against Team USA. This is a juggernaut, and, and, and I'm excited. There's, the, of course, the rah, rah, rah of Fourth of July weekend and getting to celebrate USA winning anything, no matter what it is. Uh, but then again, this is also a season team that's put the work in, and, and they've done a good job competing against the world's best. I got nothing for you. I'm not into it at all. Well, not at all? Not at all. I mean, she Hope Solo's faced 11 shots. Oh boy! Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, know. I, I got nothing. I'm sorry. She's doled out more than those to her husband. Well, <laughs> uh, I, I think her and her party buddy. I think her and her party buddy Alex Morgan have taken a few shots too on the LA scene. Yeah, boy, I would but, like to watch that. Uh, dominance is what's being displayed here by Team USA. That's all there is to yeah, it. You know, it was funny to hear the Germans like, "Ah, oh, wasn't that big of a deal? It was on like at two thirty in the morning, you know, German time, and and it's not the men." So, oh, they were they were tooting their horns so loud the, the last couple of days until last night. Then it's oh, it's not that big of a deal. The United States are hypocrites. The, the you know the Hope Solo shouldn't have been playing. Yada yada yada. So losers is what the Germans are. Yeah, but it's like I told you, Mo. I mean, we're, we're heading into our, our weekend where, you know, if not any other time of the year, we, we put out the American flag and we, 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 we thump our chest and we say we're proud to be Americans. So, you know, we're not going to see anybody do anything at Wimbledon unless it's a Williams girl. Uh, so we've got this, this Independence Day weekend, this World Cup final with Team USA trying to win a World Cup for the first time in, what, 16 years? Since Randy uh, Chastain took a shirt yeah, off. 1999. Yeah. Boy, you never thought that would be that long either. I know. I know. Uh, but then again, Team USA has a chance to be the only women's uh, three-time World Cup winner. Uh, Germany had that chance too, but they're out. So uh, Team USA uh, has you know, raised that bar, and we've seen the growth in soccer take its, uh, take its no, effect. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. No, wait a minute. We've seen it take its effect on the female level. We've no, not we seen- haven't. We've got one of the world's best teams here in the Yeah, year but, and out, how many right? people other care? I mean, yes, no, no, I no. agree. I agree they have. But, but that, what that hasn't saying, changed since 1999. But no, no, no. But, what, but what's happened is is that the best female athletes in America have gravitated towards soccer. Why don't we have any good women tennis players? Why don't we have any women athletes in any other sport? It's because they don't have that many choices. The men do. The men have baseball, hockey, uh, basketball, football. Women, all right, all right. So we've seen those girls that grew up on the soccer pitch as youngsters, and and those girls now that saw that World Cup win in 1999 with Brandy Chastain and her sports bra are now probably getting ready to compete for the next World Cup team. So we're seeing it uh, uh, show itself uh, on the female side of things, just not the male side of things. Do they show respect to their elders and they take their shirts off when they win the World Cup? Because I, I would hope so. Because the last World Cup team, Brandy Chastain and those girls did it. Why shouldn't these girls? That's the only thing that Mo cares about. Is that the only reason I'm watching the, the finals? The, the girl, Are you kidding me? The, that maybe the girls will get naked at some point before it's all done in Canada. Oh, he's going to make it rain. Is what he's going to do, right? Yeah, he's a frustrated individual. 
No, I'm just saying, though, but what's the one memory that you have from that last World Cup team? Is it the end when Brandy Chastain takes her shirt off and goes running with her sports bra on? Am I right or wrong? Actually, name one name one other memory from that last World the Cup goalie, team. The goalie making some amazing saves. And Mia Hamm being, you know, maybe the best soccer player that's ever played in the U.S. But you're right. You're right. That's the uh, iconic moment, that Sports Illustrated cover with Brandy Chastain uh, on her knees. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and just sporting the sports yeah. bar, bro. So, um, I'm just saying. Boy, I, Billy, here you never thought you'd have this part of the conversation going when you started this topic, did you? Yeah, yeah. It, it just got totally twisted into the whole sports bra thing, and I'm talking about how female soccer yeah. is, is evident that soccer is taking off in this country because the U.S. women are, are doing great and, and compared to the rest of the world. It's great and all, but what is the one memory from that one? It's her taking her. They even showed it the other night before they played Germany. That, that's the one memory of women's soccer that I have. Acknowledged. Have. Acknowledged. And that's for you that don't even watch soccer. So that's what you would say if you're uh, an American that doesn't give a crap about soccer, and then that's your one memory is Brandy Chastain Sports Broad. Just like maybe your most memorable Super Bowl moment, if you're not a big football fan and you're just somebody that yeah, tunes into uh. the most important game, is Janet Jackson's boob coming out. But those of us that watch sports and care about the game will say there's been some very, very good Super Bowls, and Janet Jackson's boob is definitely something that's never going to go away from our memory banks, but that's not the thing that stands out the most. Right, but I don't love soccer, and that's the one thing that stands out the most. Even over the even the great men's teams that we had, the one soccer memory I have is Brandy Chastain. Sorry, that's a, that's a fact. You can try to tell me that soccer is getting more popular here, and you can try to tell me that people care about the WNBA. I'm sorry, they don't. They They just don't. Well... I mean, is it comparable to what's going on elsewhere in the world of sports? No. But do we care more about soccer now in this country than we ever did? Yes. That's I don't fact. agree. I'm sorry. It's I fact. don't agree. It's fact. World Cup numbers were indicative of that. World Cup, and then that's it. And then it disappears. Yeah, I think so, too. I think it disappears World Cup, that. and then it disappears. So that doesn't and count then as when, growth? When do you see it on SportsCenter, then, after that? Oh, you see a highlight as a top ten. That's NBC it. NBC showing it. Premier League soccer now. Yeah, and, yeah, and what are those ratings like, Billy? They're not. Well, at least they've started it. I mean, it's not going to be instant I, uh, and, and that's fine. And, I, and I'm a hockey guy. doesn't mean I want to shove hockey down everybody's throat the way they always try to shove soccer down everybody's throat. Soccer's going to bypass hockey within a that's matter fine. of five years fine. I have no problem with that. No way. Yes. No way. Yes, it is. No way. Who, who, can, the, who can Americans, if you, if you look at MLS, who can you get the, you attach yourself to? That you're like, okay, I like that guy. Because the only person we've ever done, it, ever done it for other than Landon Donovan was when uh, uh, David Beckham came over here. That was it. I mean, who else has it's come along? That's, it's I mean, and how many guys have they tried it with, too? Every one of those venues, including our own Indy 11, which just started at a minor league level a year ago, is putting 10,000 butts in seats. That's They're amazing. Soccer fans. That's great. And that's the 10,000 people in that city, just like in hockey. They care about it's uh, the 10,000 people in that city. Well, you got to start somewhere, don't you? I mean, they're putting butts in seats. I think in these smaller markets they are. I mean, Portland, it's huge. You know, the Timbers are, are big, and it's big in Kansas City. But there's not a lot of places I don't think that – I, I don't see it overtaking hockey. It's self-sufficient. Look, the growth is evident. You, you guys are in denial to say that there's no growth in soccer and, 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 and its relevance in this country. In, it, World, it's Cup, growing. in World Cup years, yeah. I How think many calls have you guys ever gotten about soccer? That's where it starts. That's where it's, How many calls have you guys ever gotten about soccer, even on the old show, Billy? Uh – Jesus, can we give him more noisy stuff? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, there's crystal. the answer right there. 
No, I mean, I mean, just about as many as we got from hockey, and just uh, about as many as I we mean, got. How often do we talk about curling other than every four years? I mean, how often do we give a damn about it? But or how does figure it start? Or how does it start? International intrigue. How does it start? You got to build somewhere. It's not going to be instantly. All of a sudden, soccer's the how NFL. How long is, they, is it going to take? They've had eighty years. It's already more popular than it was last year. And, and I don't agree. I don't, I don't think you can prove it. All that of our it's kids, more popular. Logan, do you play soccer right now? No. You don't no. play soccer at all? No. Have you well, played soccer? Yeah. And my daycare's backyard. And, it's and not your very much daycare's fun. backyard. Yeah. But you have played soccer. Every kid in America plays soccer. How many what, kids are playing hockey in America? What would you rather play? How many kids are getting uh, pointed away from football with concussion issues? Quit trying to beat like the kid. You're badgering the witness. I'm not talking. <laughs> <laughs> He's dropped, being malevolent. I've, I've dropped Logan. I'm talking, uh, I'm talking to those that are listening right now. Because I agree. And if, if all those kids are playing soccer, how come it hasn't translated? Because it will. It no, 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 no. It's they've been saying that for 40 years, Billy, and it never did. It's going like this. They have, been saying, they have been saying it forever, and it never has. MLB, never NHL, ever has. MLB and NHL is going like this. NFL and so is NASCAR. Like so is NASCAR. So, don't forget. Soccer's going like this. It may not be like this, but it's going up. It's only got so much of a, of is, a growth for, level. For the next three years, it'll disappear again until the World Cup comes back. Amen. Right? Well, I mean, I, it will. It'll it is. Exactly. It's, People care. I mean, we beat Ghana. Oh, my God. Well, shouldn't we have beaten Ghana? I mean, can you ever think of anything we've been an underdog to Ghana for? Well, only because that those guys are playing for their More lives. People. They're going to be executed if they don't win the game, and you know. Oh yeah, that's a redeeming value to a sport. But 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 my point being that you know to Ghana that's everything. To U.S., well, okay, we got this, but then again, we've got the NFL and we've got the NBA and we've got Obama and we've got other things to think about when you're picking coconuts in Ghana and your only thing is, is to get to Rio and that's the only time you ever get out of Ghana. But that was our claim to fame. We beat Ghana. I know. I know. Give I me know. a break. My point is, there's growth. There's growth. There's always growth, and it's always the same thing. No. And then the next four years, they say, okay, this is the year it's going to break through. And then the next four years, oh, boy, this is one that's going to break through. And, oh, maybe it'll break through someday. I just want to point out, Billy, you're right. Because earlier when you said you're not just a Jim Harbaugh apologist, you're right. You're a soccer apologist as well. <laughs> You poor got, Billy, poor Billy's just getting nailed tonight. I, I'm totally right, uh, and you guys, you guys are, you guys are completely wrong. There's growth in Even popularity. Even Chase is laughing at you. Come on. There's growth in popularity in soccer. That's a true statement. There, you can't argue with me on that. That's a true statement. There's compared growth. to what though? Compared to its previous years. No, it doesn't. I'm sorry. You go look at the ratings for what they are now versus four years ago versus eight. In 1999, it was the, at the ultimate peak, and these ratings are anywhere near close to that. No way are they even close to that. All right, we're going to take a break. Blake Sebring's here, at Blake Sebring on Twitter. Obviously does not want to lose this argument before the top of the hour. <laughs> so we'll continue. We'll continue. I'll make my points. And uh, we'll also continue with other thoughts. Live at Pyromaniac Fireworks out here on the front porch. Just a couple days before the 4th of July, this yeah. is the place to get all your uh, fireworks needs. And also keep in mind a special Thursday before the weekend starter party tomorrow. Because of Friday being an observed holiday by most, well, we're going to kick off the weekend tomorrow night. And uh, I'll be somewhere in Tennessee tomorrow night, so Mo's going to do the weekend starter party without me at Wrigley Field. But it doesn't mean you don't have a chance at big prizes like a $92 VIP party, a halter pool table gift certificate, mantra karaoke with Jake, all-you-can-eat wing and fish buffet, all weights. For you at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill in Georgetown North. 
tomorrow night, a Thursday weekend starter party. And then, of course, back Monday, like always, at the Fort's Best Damn Sports Bar with the BS Sports Show weeknights from 7 to 9. Getting that break in, and we'll be back for hour number two next on the BS Sports Show. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana, which can be found at indianasportsradio.com. Tune in for our unique slant on the world of sports, covering your teams in the state of Indiana, as well as the top national stories, too. The BS Sports Show. I'm at Billy Elvis. Mo Times at Mo Radio Show at BS Sports the Fan. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana at IndianaSportsRadio.com. At McDuff Realty Group, their top priority is helping you achieve maximum results from the purchase or sale of your home. With over 20 years of marketing and sales experience, Joe Shoemaker and his team will provide you with an aggressive, passionate strategy that delivers the results you expect. For real estate services in Central Indiana, call Joe Shoemaker at 317-413-8501 or visit online at mcduffrealty.com. At Roof Home Mortgage, we understand that every borrower is different, so we offer a variety of products to meet your individual mortgage financing needs, including conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, new construction, first-time home buyers, reverse mortgages, and, of course, refinancing. Want to learn more? Just call Brian Graham, the Mortgage Man, at 260-248-8333 or visit him online at ruoff.com backslash Brian Graham and let him help you finance the home of your dreams. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show weekdays from 7 to 9. And every Friday, as well as Monday, we're at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill, Fort's Best Damn Sports Bar. Fridays, it's part of the original weekend starter party with the all-you-can-eat wing and fish buffet, 850 adults, 4 bucks for kids, and great prizes. And Monday, lots of special guests, including Comet Head Coach Gary Graham and Matt Ant's Head Coach Connor Henry. It's the BS Sports Show weekdays 7 to 9, and at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill in Georgetown North every month. Okay, so what do you have? Ryan, what do you think? Oh, uh... Um... Lollygaggity for leaders. They're too busy making plays happen. Answering the call. Earning their big boy pants. Isn't it time to be the leader you were born to be? The playbook's right there, Captain. What's the call? We'll have nachos, fried pickles, pretzels, buffalitos, honey barbecue wings, and waters all around. Grab all around. Seat. The game is on. Wings, beer, with sports, sports. Ugh, I hate these big-ass prices. Price. Sounds like you could use some big-ass savings. I'd love some big-ass savings. Kmart Shop New Way members save 30 cents a gallon. 30 cents a gallon? That's a big-ass discount. Big-ass yeah. discount. A really big-ass discount. Really big-ass discount. Honey, this solves your big-ass problem. Totally solves your big-ass problem. Yeah, look at that big-ass truck. Big-ass man. Shop your way members get big ass savings. Save 30 cents a gallon when you spend $50 or more at Kmart. Meet the fuel efficient Ford Focus. Along with great handling, the Focus also comes with Girls Night Out and Girls Night In and Road Trips and the Scenic Route and Swimming and Weekly Car Washes and Making Connections and Unexpected Speed Dating. Only Ford gives you EcoBoost fuel economy and a whole lot more. With so many ands, where will you end up? The fuel-efficient Ford Focus. This is Gary Snyder from The Gary Snyder Show, and I have a couple of important questions for you. Do you need some extra cash, and do you have any scrap metal laying around? If you answered yes to either question, which we know you did after all, 
this is Indiana, then you need to give Clark's a call today, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clark's wants all of your scrap metal, broken down appliances, old cars, computer parts, copper, aluminum, and even your old cell phones. If it's scrap and if it's metal, Clark's wants it and they will pay top dollar for it. Clark's is located at 100 Heightsfield Street in Huntington and they are open weekday, week from 8 to 4.30 p.m. Or just give them a ring, 260-356-8314. That's 260-356-8314. Clark's, they want all of your scrap metal. They actually said that on the air, and they weren't kidding around. It's the BS Sports Show. Welcome back. We are uh, with you live from Pyromaniac Fireworks Time Corners right behind PNC Bank, just off Getz and Jefferson. Uh, open tonight, uh, open tomorrow night, open 4th of July. Uh, Gary, you look more tired and frazzled than you do during the course of a comet season. Is that possible? <laughs> uh, how you doing, brother? Good, uh, good. It's been a lot, a lot of fun today. Obviously, the weather helps. Uh, yeah. The forecast is really starting to look up. I think uh, consumers now are starting to see that, starting to realize, hey, we might actually get a, a good 4th of July. So, uh, really, we started seeing a kind of a, a surge yesterday once the sun started coming out. Well, and and all your years of of having this store here at Time Corners, how, how many years now has it been? This will be the uh, sixth year of yeah. Time Corners. In all your years, you've seen the ebbs and flows. Uh, we had those drought years where it killed you and every fireworks store in town uh, a few years ago. and. You just never know, but but people are generally last minute. People are generally, I'm going to load up and get all my stuff on Thursday or Friday before the fourth. People in Indiana like to have fun. To be yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, I've, I've traveled uh, the states. You've been around, and obviously, uh, people in Indiana like to have fun. It's yeah. uh, we like our guns, we like our fireworks, uh, we like motorcycles. You know, this is what you know we like to do. And guys, it's like that fun. I think the the laws really help things out. Uh, people can safely enjoy the fireworks on their own property. Uh, now they're illegal officially through July 9th. So really, starting Monday. Uh, we're able now, as business owners, to shoot some things off and sample some things, which we'll do shortly for you out of the parking lot. Yeah, I can't wait. we got to get a little bit more darkness before we do that, though, don't we? Actually, I have a daytime firework that nobody else has, what? and we're going to shoot that off. Wow, a daytime firework. Listen to this. It's alternating color smoke trails that go about oh. 80 foot to big noise 19 times. Wow. Is this a new product for uh, 2015? Actually, this has been around for a few years. Nobody else has this, but it's one that we love to do when it's about this time of the day. And if it doesn't draw at least five customers in off of West Jefferson and I failed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what are some of the new cool things for 2015? Any new bells and whistles or anything? Yeah, uh, the uh, the zombie shell came in. Uh, we've been waiting on it all summer. Uh, we're the only people in the Midwest that have this. It's it's 20 big color, 4 big noise in a shell kit. Wow. Most customers know uh, Excaliburs and Lock and Loads is what everybody else sells. The zombies is more of our high-end exclusive stuff. And uh, we shot Ossie and show for them last night. We had racks full of zombie shells. It was incredible. Uh, you guys awesome. have, uh, have ones that are Comets colors? People can come in and buy? <laughs> We've had those questions. We got uh, Comet Orange Skylanders that we can put up in the air for you guys. There you go. Nice. You guys are also doing something here with the Community Harvest Food Bank. Yeah, we always try to get uh, people involved through our Facebook and stuff. Uh, when people bring canned goods, uh, we give them free fireworks, so it's a nice to be, thing to be involved with. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so.
So what are the hours? You're going to be open until uh, 10 o'clock tonight? or at uh, Probably at least 11 tonight. Yeah. And it'll probably be that way the rest of the way here because as it starts to get later, uh, we start to have more fun here too. Yeah, <laughs> you'll basically keep your doors open until the customers stop coming, won't you? Yep, and a lot of times the people really start coming later, especially, you know, I think a lot of people I'm finding out, talking to consumers now, is a lot of guys have four-day weekends. So they're off Friday mm-hmm. and Monday, which is uh, – well, that's pretty nice. I wish I had Friday. Yeah, I was going to say. Me too. But, uh, Are you finding it's a coup for you that the 4th of July is a Saturday and that people do have Friday off, and now you've got just a, an awesome Independence Weekend with a, with a, with, with a favorable weather forecast? It's got to be uh, the, great for yeah, you. Yeah, the forecast is definitely going to help. I mean, obviously, that's something. It, it's tough. I always felt bad for, like, you know, Bearfield and these uh, yeah. places that rely on the weather. Uh, for their business, uh, right. fireworks is kind of the same way. The drought killed us one year. If you run into an issue when on the third and the fourth it's raining all day long, obviously that's not going to be good for sales either. So yeah. for all the guys that are trying to sell fireworks and 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 make a living this summer, you know, hopefully the weather's going to be good for all of us. Do you uh, have a what's a good dollar amount if somebody wants to put on a good show? If somebody wants to have just like a good show in the, for their neighborhood, their kids. They want to impress their kids. Uh, what can people spend and, and do a, a good show? A hundred bucks? A hundred fifty bucks. hundred fifty bucks? Yeah, a hundred fifty bucks that mark. You know, I, I never like to put a definitive, you know, Just amount trying to give people an because, idea. Yeah, but I know I know the question. Really, that's what I feel can get you some real length, and, and I can really put together a show for somebody using some different strategies we use over the years to try to really give you a, a blend of stuff to get you some aerial stuff, some ground stuff, some stuff to get for the kids to play around with, and, and um, obviously we, we guarantee the lowest prices, so we're always making sure people walk out of here with a lot of fireworks. So you'll help people map out the show they put on? Oh, yeah. Now, the, wow. t- the tough thing is is that now as it starts to get crazier, as it gets closer, I have less and less time to work, you know, for a half hour with a customer. It's it's about turning and burning. Right. So we try to... We try to get all the guys that have shot with us for over 16 years. Most of them now know to come in earlier. So, but fortunately for us, we've been open since Memorial Day and we've done good business up until this day. But now, the people that are coming in now, they, they know that, um, you know, we got six sales guys. We all know fireworks. We shoot shows. So, if it's not me helping, one of my other guys can help us. What's the more popular items? The stuff that... You know the big loud boom stuff, or the or, or the big pretty stuff. What's more popular? It's probably split down the middle. I mean, a lot of people now have gotten away from just wanting just the boom stuff to yeah. wanting color with boom. Yeah. So a lot of the cakes that we offer have the big the big noise in it, but also big color breaks, and and that's important because. Then if you're, you know, you get the the wife, the kids, the girls around, the guys get the booms, yeah. and, and the women get the pretty stuff. So yeah. that's really probably what this, we sell the most of. So when when the when the movie Jackass or TV show Jackass came out and they were shooting fireworks out of their ass, did you were you worried? Did you have to put signs up to say, hey, don't shoot these out of your ass? Like I mean, I know there was I saw some fireworks shops that had signs like that up. Don't do as you saw on Jackass. Is that was that a, a concern at times? You you're talking to Jerry Graham here. I, I, I'm I'm concerned always for what my <laughs> some of my customers are doing with these fireworks. They bring in they bring in their videos of what they're blowing oh up, God. and they show it to me on the phone, and I'm like, hey, better better you than me. You, you know, a, a more appropriate sign for Gary Graham would be, don't do what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can't really say on the air officially what I like to do with fireworks. You're, but you're pretty frivolous, aren't you? Yeah, I've been a hillbilly since day one. Well, and, and that's the thing. And I was I was talking about this earlier when we just started the show at seven, talking to Gary Graham, comic coach, but also proprietor at uh, Pyromaniac Fireworks here in Time Corners at Getz and Jefferson. Is that you know you are a fan of these things? So when people when somebody does walk in and, and has a question, 
you know, unlike a big box store, unlike somebody that's just trying to make as much money as they can, you know, they'll say to you, I want really pretty stuff. And you go, oh, if you really want pretty, because you're a fan, you can steer them in the right direction. Somebody wants the louder stuff. Somebody wants the more colorful stuff. You can get them, you can steer them in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously something we pride ourselves on. I mean, we only have one shop. We don't pop a lot of stores. The guys in here, we all, like I said, we all shoot shows together. We're a tight-knit group of guys here that know how to sell fireworks and know what the stuff does. And, we, you know, if a customer comes in, first thing we want to do is know where they're shooting their fireworks so we can safely recommend what they should be shooting right. on their own property. If a guy's in a tight cul-de-sac, he doesn't need to be shooting big things that fan out, you know, mm-hmm. east, west in the sky. He needs to stay vertical. He's got to get height. Uh, that way stuff gets clearance over the trees. So, right. you know, there's a lot of questions that go into us making recommendations on the fireworks. But no matter what your property site is and what your lines are and everything, where you're shooting, uh, I'm pretty sure I can find something that you can oh, I mean, Coach came out to Wrigley Field with us that one time, Billy. You know, he's in the middle of the playoffs with against Kalamazoo. And the look on his face when he talked about the new stuff he had in his car, I know. it was like, wow, this dude really loves fireworks. This isn't just, a, a you know, another thing for him. He loves fireworks. Yeah. How many comments questions do you get a day here, though? I mean, I, I'm sure comments fans. <laughs> Are pretty loyal. Yeah, it's a very, uh, very legit question. We've had a, uh, a few of them in today, and they're excited. Obviously, the big question on everybody's mind right now is the affiliation um, and what guys are coming back. And uh, you know, I think we're going to get some clarity as an organization over the next seven to ten days when it comes to the affiliation and what direction we're going to be heading in. And I think that's going to make the fans real happy. Where are you at about? Uh, I know you're all into the fireworks business right now on July first. But where are you guys at? About eight guys uh, locked in right now? Well, technically, no, because they're, they're qualifying offers. Qualifying offers. Guys. Yeah. They haven't signed them yet. Right. So, basically, we have negotiating rights until August 1st with these players. Okay. Um, the guys that are, you know, under under pen and paper are, you know, a guy like Connor Kuchar, a guy that we brought in, you know, at the end of the year. And, um, you know, obviously, we're going to be talking to some other guys. Um, over the, You know, now, the next two weeks, there will be a lot of talks with guys about getting them uh, pen to paper. Well, and we know that there's going to be some evolution uh, for this upcoming ECHL season by virtue of you guys switching conferences. I mean, it's not going to change some of your uh, some of your scheduled games against the teams that make the most sense, your Kalamazoo's, your Indianapolis's, your Toledo's. Uh, but you're a Western Conference team now, uh, and that kind of changes things too. Yeah, it's going to give us a different look this year. Obviously, the travel is going to be unique. Instead of going, you know, down south, you know, we go right. up to Alaska for for a week, which is going to be pretty fun. Get back up to Rapid City in Colorado, which right. are electric atmospheres to play. I mean, I think the players are going to love that, um, especially you know the timing when we're going up to those places. It's more later in the season, gives you something uh, yeah. to really look forward to, and some new challenges. You know, as a coach, you go into different rinks. You you have to know these rinks. Sign a guy like Dino Lett that played in San Francisco in the Western Conference. A guy that I trust and can lean on. He's played in that big surface in Alaska. He knows how he's got to play. I'm going to lean on him for advice. No doubt about it. Is it like the NBA though? Is it is it a different game that's played in the Western Conference and in the East? Is you know like in the NBA, it's more three point shooting in the Western Conference. Is there a different type of a different style of game played in the Western Conference that you'll have to adapt the team to? Well, that's a great question. A good analogy. I agree with you on the NBA stuff too. You've seen that big time this year in the NBA. Um, I, I enjoyed really watching the NBA for the first time in a long time this year. It was good. And watching just the style, the way that basketball has changed is in the way it's evolving is unbelievable. Um, but the same thing with hockey. I think when I watched the teams out west, um, there was a tougher brand of hockey. There was more heavyweights, more tough guys. Um, I, I thought the overall product was better in the east, and that's not just me being a homer. I, I thought there was 
more parity in the East. I thought the top teams really ran with it in the West and in the East. It, it really you've seen it in the playoffs. Every series is almost the best of seven. Yeah. So it was it was really really tight. But uh, we're looking forward to the challenges. It's going to be a challenge next year. But obviously we're still playing a lot of the division foes that we you know the teams that we normally play a lot. Your Kalamazoo's, Toledo's, uh, Indies, Evansville, Cincinnati's. We're still going to see a lot of those guys. Good stuff, man. Uh, and as you point out, uh, fireworks can be launched legally uh, through next Thursday, July 9th, right? Yep, correct. Uh, of course, people, you know, break the rules all the time. Not like we haven't heard fireworks for the last month and a half here in town. But legally, uh, it was last night through next Thursday, July 9th. And uh, and definitely, you'll be open every day right through the 4th of July. And, and uh, are you going to be open Sunday, too, after the 4th? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Sunday's a big day. Obviously, everybody blows their stuff up on Saturday. They want to come in and re-up. And Reload. For people that aren't working on Monday, there, there could be a very uh, very good opportunity there to go have some more fun on Sunday night. So we always do some good business, and we're also open you know, through July 15th, regular business hours. So we just don't stay open as late. But, uh, you know, we're accessible also in the off season, and uh, that's what makes our store unique. Uh, when do you guys open up in the morning? 10 a.m. 10? All right, so check them out 10 a.m. tomorrow if you can't get here tonight by 10 or so. Uh, we're here tonight. Matter of fact, I think Gary's going to launch something here pretty soon. You guys ready for a daytime let's, smoke cake? I want to see that. I'm, I'm going, off, I'm the, going off the air, listeners. I'm getting ready. <laughs> uh, Gary Graham, not only comic coach, but also uh, one of the proprietors here at Pyromaniac Fireworks, right behind PNC yeah, Bank, Getz and uh, Jefferson. Uh, Gary Graham has no problem. Uh, launching fireworks here uh, because you know what he'll launch something and somebody will say wow that was pretty cool I want to buy that so he'll launch it all throughout the day yeah. and, and 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 fortunately his co business owners in town realize what time of year it is and they kind of tolerate it well you know and the thing is is I, a couple of years ago before I knew Gary Graham had a store you know I bought one and I asked a guy to shoot a couple also I could see I'm not a firework guy you know yeah. so I could see what they look like see if you know the kids would enjoy them and the, there was no way in hell that guy was doing it so you know. Gary earned my business just from that day out at the uh, out at Wrigley Field when he was so stoked to show us the new stuff he had just gotten in. So, you know, come out here and ask Gary. If you're not sure about something, he'll show it to you. He loves to show them off. I mean, yeah. he, you know, it's like showing off a, a trophy wife. And he shows off his fireworks like that. He does. He gets excited. He gets a big grin on his face. He does. He's, he's one of those guys, too, that lights up a cigarette. Um, <laughs> and, and I'm like, Coach, you don't smoke, do you? And he goes, no, 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 no. Cigarettes like the best the, the best yeah. wick lighter because you don't have to keep lighting matches or keep. Yeah, I was shocked when he did that at, at Wrigley, and I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, it's genius. Yeah, yeah. So using a cigarette that'll stay lit for a while to to to, to light all your fuses. Uh, all right, uh, more coming up here on this final hour live on the front porch of Pyromaniac Fireworks Time Pointers. Gary Graham's gonna light some things off for us, and uh, you need to get here too and uh, and get all your Fourth of July needs taken care of. Uh, keep in mind also, starting the weekend tomorrow night, yeah. not Friday, but tomorrow night, Mo will take over the weekend starter party as I'll be on vacation down visiting my pops in Gatlinburg. But uh, nothing changes as far as the grand prizes, a $92 VIP party, uh, halter pool table gift certificate, who knows what other great giveaways, tickets to concerts and sporting events that will be up for grabs, and mantra karaoke with Jake, all-you-can-eat wing and fish buffet, tons of fun, kicking off the 4th of July weekend tomorrow night. Get your Independence Day on at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill tomorrow night. Uh, plus, also, every Monday with the BS Sports Show, weeknights from 7 to 9 on thebssportshow.com. Also at Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana, which can be found at indianasportsradio.com. Uh, continuing on with hour number two and oh the God, launch of a big, giant firework. They just brought out a torch. I know. Look at the size <laughs> oh, of that God. thing. 
Uh, Gary Graham uh, showing off what we've got here at Pyromaniac Fireworks. We'll uh, get to that next. Thanks for tuning in. It's the BS Sports Show. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Motime, we host the BS Sports Show, now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana, which can be found at indianasportsradio.com. Tune in for our unique slant on the world of sports, covering your teams in the state of Indiana, as well as the top national stories, too. The BS Sports Show. I'm at Billy Elvis, Motime's at Mo Radio Show, at BS Sports The Fan. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana at indianasportsradio.com. At McDuff Realty Group, their top priority is helping you achieve maximum results from the purchase or sale of your home. With over 20 years of marketing and sales experience, Joe Shoemaker and his team will provide you with an aggressive, passionate strategy that delivers the results you expect. For real estate services in central Indiana, call Joe Shoemaker at 317-413-8501 or visit online at mcduffrealty.com. At Royals Home Mortgage, we understand that every borrower is different, so we offer a variety of products to meet your individual mortgage financing needs, including conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, new construction, first-time home buyers, reverse mortgages, and, of course, refinancing. Want to learn more? Just call Brian Graham, the Mortgage Man, at 260-248-8333 or visit him online at ruoff.com backslash Brian Graham and let him help you finance the home of your dreams. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show weekdays from 7 to 9. And every Friday, as well as Monday, we're at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill, Fort's Best Damn Sports Bar. Fridays, it's part of the original weekend starter party with the all-you-can-eat wing and fish buffet, $8.50 adults, 4 bucks for kids, and great prizes. And Monday, lots of special guests, including Comet Head Coach Gary Graham and Matt Ant's Head Coach Connor Henry. It's the BS Sports Show weekdays 7 to 9, and at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill in Georgetown North every Monday and Friday night. Okay, so what do you have? Ryan, what do you think? Oh, uh... Um... Lollygagging ain't for leaders. They're too busy making plays happen. Answering the call. Earning their big boy pants. Isn't it time to be the leader you were born to be? The playbook's right there, Captain. What's the call? We'll have nachos, fried pickles, pretzels, buffalitos, honey barbecue wings, and waters all around. Grab a seat. The game is on. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Ugh, I hate these big-ass prices. Sounds like you could use some big-ass savings. I'd love some big-ass savings. Kmart Shop Your Way members save 30 cents a gallon. 30 cents a gallon? That's a big-ass discount. Big-ass discount. A really big-ass discount. Really big-ass discount. Honey, this solves your big-ass problem. Totally solves my big-ass problem. Dad, look at that big-ass truck. Big-ass man. Shop your way members get big gas savings. Save 30 cents a gallon when you spend $50 or more at Kmart. Meet the fuel-efficient Ford Focus. Along with great handling, the Focus also comes with Girls Night Out and Girls Night In and Road Trips and the Scenic Route and Swimming and Weekly Car Washes and Making Connections and Unexpected Speed Dating. Only Ford gives you EcoBoost fuel economy and a whole lot more. With so many ands, where will you end? It's the BS Sports Show. It gives crappy people a chance to sort themselves out. Having ourselves one heck of a good time on this 1st of July while all of us, except for uh, Chase, Mo's son, who's uh, not really happy with the loud go boom stuff. Well, I brought him some headphones, but 
Blake was using them. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, but that was cool. Those those, yeah. those daytime fireworks, uh, they actually exist. And what they do is they shoot streamers up in the air. You see colors as they go up in the air and explode. And, and some of you, you know, don't want your kids staying up till it gets dark at 10 or 10.30. And you want to launch some daytime fireworks. They got them here. They got it all here at Pyromaniac Fireworks Time Corners. Getz and Jefferson open tonight till 10 at least. Get here. If you're shopping, they won't close the doors on you. No. Uh, open tomorrow. Open uh, 4th of July. Open Sunday even. Uh, like Gary says, if you've shot your wad, so to speak, <laughs> on Saturday night, you can reload and regroup yeah. and put on another show Sunday because they'll be open Sunday. And Monday. Yeah. Yeah. And I would assume that we'll be here at least till 10. And if he's shooting stuff off and he's still got Labats. Labats? Labats? Labats. Yeah. Sure. I try to make it proper. Labats. Labats. Labatt. Canadians everywhere right now want to poke me in the eyes. Yeah, leave it to a hockey coach to to give us a, a Labatt. That's what I thought. I was like, I was like, yep, yeah, he's definitely a, a hockey coach. Is it, is it Molson or is it Labatt? Because if you're Canadian, that's what it is. Molson and Labatt's in Canada are Miller and Budweiser in America. Even though we uh, we know where Luke Ridnour is right now, there's been a lot of NBA free agent movement, so we can still pull up where in the world it is right now. This is true. Uh yeah, I mean there's been a carousel of NHL free agents today, but uh the NBA's been very, very busy. It's been uh what they want to call the hot stove league. Uh NFL year round, major league baseball year round. Why would it be any different in the NHL and NBA? You know, even though the championships have been decided, we're all in on what's going on. But, you know, the NBA free agent moves continuing. Now Kevin Love is staying in Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, I had predicted all along he was never going to leave Cleveland. Uh, so I just want to toot my own horn on that one. Well, I still think he's a sign-and-trade after this year. He's a, they're going to trade After him. this year? They're going to trade him. They, well, sign him for the, they use him for this year, and then they move him. Let's take stick one year at a time. Let's not say five years from now Kevin Love's <laughs> going to be a Laker. How about the Lakers not being very impressive to guys like Aldridge? No, unimpressive to Aldridge. Yeah, uh, very, very unimpressive. And, you know, I'm telling you, man, you know, the, when Jerry Buss passed away, and the Buss family inherited the Lakers. That was the end of the, the dynasty in my mind. I don't know what they're going to do to revive it, but the Buss family right now is going, oh, we don't know what to do. We don't have the same flair for, for the excitement and the flair for success that our our patriarch Jerry Buss had and and obviously that's evident if everybody's hearing that the Lakers want to be the biggest spenders in the offseason but nobody's impressed by their pitch well you can bring Phil Jackson back <laughs> well, well, but you know as far as the thing though Blake is you're two, two of the big architects of those you know those eras Jerry West who's now in Golden State as an advisor and Phil Jackson are both gone and Pat Riley uh, going back to the yeah. 80s yeah. He, he's down there making success in Miami So, well the thing was Jerry West nobody messed with him yeah, I mean, it's like nobody. his word was law, period. What is law? Well, and nobody, and he was good. Yeah. He was good. He was good. I mean, look at what he did with Memphis. But, you know, you'll see that happen all the time. I, we saw it happen with the Yankees. I don't know if the Yankees are going to, unless an ownership change occurs, 
with uh, and it's not with George being gone and Hank running the show. This ain't the same Yankees with Hank Steinbrenner, the legacy. Well, Just like it's not the same Lakers with the with the Bus family, and who knows who's running that? Uh, I think that might be more of a power struggle than somebody trying to run a franchise with all the kids trying to fight over who's running the Lakers. And the rules are set up for parity. Right. I right. mean, and, and they really are. They always they're always refined for parity's sake. So, when that happens, when you want to try to make a splash in free agency, when you're trying to want to uh, make your team relevant, go from cellar dweller to relevant. Boy, who'd ever think you'd say that about the Lakers? I know. It is. Um, it's amazing. Um, and Or the Yankees. Yeah. Um, well, you know, fortunately, the Yankees are, are somewhat competitive, but that's just because the AL East isn't. <laughs> I know, but, but but I mean... They're not the mighty Yankees. Right. The I Dodgers mean, are outspending them. But it's like they got to come up and, and make a statement. Right. Wow. Right. Uh, but by the same token, you know, as we talk about uh, everything going on in free agency uh, with the NBA and with the NHL, it, it's just indicative that, you know, we love our sports. We don't like the offseason. We don't like to be bored. Uh, but none of these moves that are being made isn't doing anything to guarantee anybody victories or a, a championship it, at, at this point nothing. in time. You know, whether you're talking NHL and Phil Kessel going to the to that uh, powerful offensive Pittsburgh Penguin team with Sid the Kid and you have Genny uh, Malkin, uh, or whether you talk about some of the things the Red Wings are doing, none of these translate to victories or championships. So we get kind of caught up in the well, offseason a little too much. You, know, you had the perfect example, the Cavaliers. Yeah. Who had... Not much, and they still got there. Yeah, and now we're seeing those guys. Like we said, Kevin Love looks like he's going to stay in Cleveland. Uh, Tristan Thompson's getting close to signing to stay in Cleveland. So all those, I think there was eight guys that had opted out and could potentially have moved, but you're going to see more than more than half of them stay with the Cavaliers. <laughs> For big money. For big money. I mean, uh, and, you know, and, and here's a good example. Again, the NBA is set up, so – that the team that you were just with is the only one that can pay you a certain amount. I mean, they so it's it's set up for people to say the Larry Bird rule. Remember that right, one? You know, right, I mean, right, uh, right. it's set up to keep those players. Yeah. Um, all right, we're gonna get a break in. We got the last half hour to get to. We're gonna have some fun in the last half hour. More fireworks here at Pyromaniac Fireworks Time Corners. Blake Sebring hanging out with us at Blake. Let me try get into it. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. Uh, we'll talk more soccer. We'll talk more about what's going on in the world of sports and, and some fun stuff, too. <laughs> and some fun stuff, too. We'll stick around. Mo Times, MO Radio Show. I'm at Billy Elvis at BS Sports, the fan. Back with the last half hour at Pyromaniac Fireworks of the BS Sports Show next. Hi, this is Billy Hi. Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana, which can be found at indianasportsradio.com. Tune in for our unique slant on the world of sports. Sports, covering your teams in the state of Indiana, as well as the top national stories, too. It's the BS Sports Show. I'm at Billy Elvis, Mo Times, at Mo Radio Show, at BS Sports The Fan. Now on Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana at indianasportsradio.com. At McDuff Realty Group, their top priority is helping you achieve maximum results from the purchase or sale of your home. With over 20 years of marketing and sales experience, Joe Shoemaker and his team will provide you with an aggressive, passionate strategy that delivers the results you expect. For real estate services in Central Indiana, call Joe Shoemaker at 317-413-8501 or visit online at mcduffrealty.com. At Roof Home Mortgage, we understand that every borrower is different, so we offer a variety of products to meet your individual mortgage financing needs 
including conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, new construction, first-time homebuyers, reverse mortgages, and, of course, refinancing. Want to learn more? Just call Brian Graham, the Mortgage Man, at 260-248-8333 or visit him online at ruoff.com backslash Brian Graham and let him help you finance the home of your dreams. Hi, this is Billy Elvis, and along with Mo Time, we host the BS Sports Show weekdays from 7 to 9. And every Friday, as well as Monday, we're at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill, Fort's Best Damn Sports Bar. Fridays, it's part of the original weekend starter party with the all-you-can-eat wing and fish buffet, 850 adults, 4 bucks for kids, and great prizes. And Monday, lots of special guests, including Comet Head Coach Gary Graham and Matt Ant's Head Coach Connor Henry. It's the BS Sports Show weekdays 7 to 9, and at Wrigley Field Bar and Grill in Georgetown North every Monday and Friday night. Okay, so what do you have? Ryan, what do you think? Oh, uh... Um... Lollygaggity for leaders. They're too busy making plays happen. Answering the call. Earning their big boy pants. Isn't it time to be the leader you were born to be? The playbook's right there, Captain. What's the call? We'll have nachos, fried pickles, pretzels, buffalitos, honey barbecue wings, and waters all around. Grab a seat. The game is on. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Ugh, I hate these big-ass prices. Sounds like you could use some big-ass savings. I'd love some big-ass savings. Kmart Shop Your Way members save 30 cents a gallon. 30 cents a gallon? That's a big-ass discount. Big-ass discount. A really big-ass discount. Really? When you're looking for a new home, why not seek the counsel of a friend who happens to know the housing market like the back of her hand? Natalie Letterly of United Country Natalie L. Real Estate can answer all questions about buying or selling a home, and she can provide valuable information that's important to your family. Natalie will provide you with a detailed summary of area schools, nearby amenities, and homeowner testimonials about the neighborhood of your choice. Call Natalie, 260-388-9588, and start looking for your new home today. The BS Sports Show. I'm not going to say that didn't deserve applause because it did. The uh, top topic of the day, of course, free agency, hot stove, offseason, NHL, NBA. Uh, that in addition to uh, the great pyrotechnics we're witnessing here on the front porch here at Pyromaniac Fireworks, Getz and Jefferson. Uh, Comet coach Gary Graham uh, in the offseason. Uh, along with his uh, business partners, uh, run Pyromaniac Fireworks. They got the best stuff. They got the cheapest stuff. This is the place to get your fireworks. Fourth of July needs taken care of. Pyromaniac Fireworks. Tell them the BS Sports Show and Blake Sebring sent you, and Gary will just say thanks. And <laughs> 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 might throw you a firecracker or two. He might. He might. I might get you a drink of water or something. <laughs> Remember yesterday when it was all nice and fuzzy? We were talking about Draymond Green would take less money to stay with Golden State. Yeah, he's mad. They've broken off talks. Yeah, no, he's They've mad. They've broken off talks. He's mad. Yeah, we're seeing a little bit of, uh, you know, the usual suspects. What Ray Allen wants to play somewhere and, and, and get a big paycheck to do not much. And, of course he does. And now Paul Pierce is following suit because he's probably going to have that same role out there. Uh, with the L.A. Clippers now. He's going to be a role player, and he's just going to be asked to uh, put a couple buckets in. You know, uh, That's the going trend now. These guys that are getting long in the tooth, your Paul Pierce's, your Dwayne Wade's, your Ray Allen's, uh, they're going to be like, well, my choices are to give up this game I've played my entire life or to say, you know what, I'll be a role player on a, on a contender. And then they want him to shoot 
ten times in the last two minutes to get them back into games, except they haven't been playing the whole game, so they they, aren't, they don't have the shot again. You know? Yeah, and that's the thing. You know, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. And, and, and I think Ray Allen, you know, made peace with that. He's like, all right, if I'm only playing the last ten minutes of a game or if I'm, I'm not getting shots, uh, my percentage isn't going to be what it could be if I'm getting shots. I mean, that's why those guys keep shooting because, you know, eventually you're, you're, you, you get the touch. Uh, but, you know, everybody watched the veterans, if you will, on that Cavs bench, your Mike Millers and your, um, um, who else, Sean Marion. Those guys are sitting there not doing anything. Well, you know, what they do have is experience, and what they do have is a presence because of their experience, but, you know, you can't expect them to come in and, and be a superhero without playing regularly, but... It's just a trend right now with the old timers. Instead of going away, they they fade off into the sunset in some sort of role as a bench reserve kind of specialist. And that and they are still a name. Yeah. So your some yeah. of your fan base gets excited. Yeah. yeah. Well, how, how's this to make you sick? Iman Shumpert, who's considered the 36 best free agent in the NBA right now, three years, 40 million dollars with Cleveland. Why? You know, I'm seeing too much money out of Cleveland. I already saw 22 million a year. For love, uh, what are they talking about with Tristan Thompson? About sixteen four million. Years, four years, eighty million. Sixteen million a year for Tristan Thompson. Uh, yeah, they're overpaying some of these guys. I don't know if this is going to make LeBron happy. I don't know if LeBron stays in Cleveland if he looks back at this and you says, know, "How much money did we spend to who?" LeBron is agreeing is is got the final say on this stuff. You know that's the case. And, oh yeah. And Dan Gilbert's just going to dig deep in the luxury tax. It's whether Dan Gilbert's going to keep spending or not. Because he's kind of in a corner, though. He has no choice. Yeah, he's about to go in Mikhail Prokhorov, the uh, owner of the Brooklyn Nets uh, luxury tax. Right now, the uh, the biggest payroll right now is Golden State, and that's without Draymond Green at uh, $83 million. Well, I'll tell you this right now. Um, yeah, Blake's right. Dan Gilbert went all in when he got LeBron to come back to Cleveland. Now it's like, all right, I have to. I don't have a choice. It's not want to. I have to put a winner out here on this floor. Uh, and, you know, He's going to probably spend ridiculous amounts of money. The luxury tax you uh, luxury tax you allude to, Mo. He's going to exceed that. He's going to do what he's got to do because now they're they're, they're not going to accept failure at this point. You, you brought back the king. You brought back the best athlete on the planet, and 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 you better win. The team also doubled in value. They went from twenty second to second in, in attendance in the league, and he's probably got the fourth. Uh, most expensive team in the NBA now. After the Clippers sold for two billion, if you could sell the Cavaliers right now with LeBron on there, what are they worth? Three billion? Well, don't forget LeBron's nope. holding him hostage right now yeah. too. Yeah. Well, they can't pay. I mean, LeBron is uh, the fifteenth highest paid player in the NBA right now, something like that. And so they're paying him with power right now. They're paying him with power. They well, they knew what they were getting into when they brought him when he came back. This is like Michael Jordan. I don't think that Michael Jordan was ever the most. Pay, the best paid player. He never got what he was worth of his era, uh, and that's because he could say, "All right, you know what? Though that's fine because I'm making 500 million from McDonald's and 600 million from Nike, and 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 LeBron's LeBron's getting his payday. He's, he's okay, right? But when he's the value fine. when the value of the clip or the Cavaliers went up almost 300 million dollars with LeBron back, he's worth. I mean, the guy's worth 75 million dollars a year. People, yeah. people in sports have got to stop worrying about the semantics of salaries. Yeah, yeah. they have to stop worrying about. Nickels and dimes. Uh, Way past that. When we're talking millions, and when we're talking about this is not an era where we can pay players what they're worth anymore. Now we've got to build a team under the structure of a salary cap. 
And the NBA and the NFL is trying to do that. And, you know, the NFL does it by trying to take advantage of, of, of first first year first three year players and making sure that those guys keep their their costs down and and you'll never have an NFL team or an NBA team full of high priced veterans because the salary cap won't allow that so LeBron can't get all nobody can get all caught up in I'm not the highest paid player in my league no because of the dynamic of trying to structure a salary cap situation where you can have a winner and have a competitive team yeah but Basketball is almost not like that anymore because you can go into luxury tax and you really can spend as much as you want. But I don't know if you saw the deal that Anthony Davis got starting next year over, what, $120 million. Let me ask you this. You guys just Predictable. If you could have, right now, if you could have one guy that you uh, you, you could bank on, uh, that you put your money on, would it be Anthony Davis, Andrew Luck, Mike Trout, Jordan Speed? Where would you put your money right now? It'd be Anthony Davis. Yeah, it'd be Davis for me, too. Because he can make you a good team all by himself. The other guys can't. I like where Speed's going. I like this question uh, uh, because you've got guys that are that are definitely going in the right direction. But um, You know, you could, again, you could argue about luck again. It's like, well, yeah, with that schedule, how good is he? We don't know. No, I'm just saying, if you've got to put your money, invest in one of these guys. Who are you investing in over the long haul? Oh, it'd be Davis. I'm going with Davis, too, with uh, some respect for uh, Mike Trout. Uh, the problem is is that Mike Trout and Anthony Davis play on team, uh, play, play team sports. So some of their numbers and some of the things that they accomplish aren't entirely up to them. Right. So they, they are helped out by their teammates and circumstances by being uh, a team player. That's where, may, that's where it makes it harder for a golfer like Jordan Spieth to, you know, I mean, it's him versus the course, and it's him versus the field if every time. If you're investing in a guy, Andrew Luck's still going to put up numbers. Mike Trout's still going to put up numbers. Anthony Davis still going to, regardless of the team sport. Jordan Speed is going to put up numbers. But if you can invest in a guy to get your return out of, who are you investing your money in? It, well, and is you can really also Anthony look Davis? at and all three of those people will help recruit other players, too. I'm not talking about wins and losses. I'm just talking about strictly, monetarily. Well, then you've got to go Mike Trout. I think Mike Trout can be the MVP three of the next five years, probably. Yeah, and, and he will. He he does have marketing presence. Yeah, Davis does not really have well, it yet. I, I think of the of them, Mike Trout has the least amount of marketing presence. That's the one thing baseball does bad is market their young guys. I think right now it's the jury's still out on if Mike Trout's going to be a perennial MVP or have the perennial numbers to be amongst the league's best. Don't get me wrong; he's really, 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 really good at all facets of the game. Um, Anthony Davis has a better chance of it because of the league being smaller and because you know you're one of five on the floor and you can you can be dominant uh, easier uh, well, in three. the sport of basketball because you, you you're playing both offense and defense. I mean, it's it's hard to it's hard to to answer this question, uh, but you know one thing that you know with what you brought up with all four of those guys, Jordan Spieth, uh, Anthony Davis, Andrew Luck, and Mike Trout is consistency. They're consistent, they're winners, they're not egos, and uh, all four of them are the future of their sport. Well, I, there's no question about that. Right. I think you look, and you're probably three years away from Anthony Davis being the best player in basketball, best player in the world. Right. Probably about at three years point, away. At this point. Andrew Luck's, what, a couple of years away from superseding Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, he just cracked top five, and you know, he'll end up taking over when Rodgers and Brady Mike, and Manning are gone. Mike yeah. Trout could arguably be the best player in baseball right now, but, again, I think that's the one thing that MLB does not do good is they do not 
promote their young stars well. They just don't. They have always rested on the older guys, the older players, and they don't promote their young stars well. And Jordan Spieth, I think, should he win another major this year? Yeah. Sky's the limit for that dude as well. But golf is not as popular as the other ones. So I, I think I put my money on Andrew Luck at this point. Kind of depends on what you're trying to sell, too. Yeah. I mean, as far as somebody that I think isn't going to fall off, I'm going Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck has the best. You know, he he has he has the the best chance of of of. He's got ten wins a year guaranteed. Growing, yeah. Well, he's I, got ten wins a year guaranteed. He's always going to be in the playoffs. I think the thing about these four guys is though they've all got good heads about them. Andrew Luck, Jordan Speed, Mike Trout, and Anthony Davis. I think they've all got good heads about them, and that's you know a lot of times you can't say that about the best athletes in each sport. You can't say that they've got great heads, but I think these four guys. The future of the basketball looks pretty, and football and baseball and golf looks pretty good. These guys are pretty smart dudes. See, and I think Trout has a big advantage being in L.A. I mean, Anthony Davis is in New Orleans. Right, right. but again, baseball doesn't promote him well. They just don't. NBA is great at promoting individual players. They really are. I mean, they're the best at it, promoting individual players. So much so to where it's been almost a detriment to the sport because right. it's viewed as a selfish one-on-one game yes. and not a team game now because yeah. they did such a good job. Of of making sure you knew who the stars of the league were. Baseball's trying. Baseball's trying to. Follow. Everybody's trying to learn from each other. Um, I'm not gonna. Mike Trout's problem is is that Mike Trout can only do so much. Let me, you can only do so much when you don't know that a ball's ever going to be hit to you in the outfield, and you, you can only do so much when you only bat four times in a game and there's nine other guys on your roster batting with you. Let me ask you this: or eight though. other guys. Mike Trout wears a helmet and a hat. Andrew Luck wears a football helmet. Who's easier to pick out walking down the street for you, Andrew Amen. Luck or Mike Trout? Amen. I don't think either one of them easy to oh, pick well, out. Oh, come on! Now. I don't think either one of them are easy to pick out if they're not in uniform and not wearing their team gear. I disagree with that 100. percent You think He's Andrew Luck's more recognizable? Yes, 100 percent. So, and he wears a helmet. I think because Dan, of the beard, Mike Trout looks exactly like Mickey Mantle. I mean, I couldn't pick Mike Trout out of a lineup at this point. <laughs> I mean, I really couldn't. I could pick Anthony Davis out with the unibrow. I could pick out Jordan Spieth over Mike Trout at this yeah, point. But, see, that's kind of an indicator of you being more of a football fan. But that's like the NBC guy who got in trouble for saying he wishes hockey players would shave their beards so you could actually recognize yeah. who they are. Yeah. I mean, he was right. That It does hurt telling who they are, at least to the casual fan, which is who they're trying to attract. But it really ticked off all the Base, diehards. Baseball does an excellent job of saying Sunday Night Baseball this week is featuring Mike Trout. And no, the, ESPN does it. Baseball doesn't do it. ESPN does it. Well, everything is presented to us by media. No league presents anything to us. Media presents all of it to us. No, you know what's it's done bad is that you're right. They, they do say Mike Trout and the whoever's. But you know what I see most of the time? It makes me go, oh, is Sunday Night Baseball shows us the Yankees and the Red Sox again for the hundredth time. Well, I mean, obviously they treat the Yankees Red Sox rivalry as and it is. It's such a great rivalry, so, and in the it gets the ratings. Sports. I mean, yeah. and it does get so the ratings. They're not going to do it because it doesn't. You know, let me go back to my point that I got interrupted on. <laughs> Mike Trout and the Anaheim Angels are playing Bryce Harper in the Washington Nationals, and they will make sure that those are the faces that you see sure. when they promo and promote their sport. Uh, you know, you talk about you know what the league does and what 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 the media does, and it's kind of a fine line. You know, Blake, you touched on it both both sides of the uh, of the coin there when you said that who's doing that, ESPN or is it baseball? Well, guess what? ESPN's kind of following uh, the lead and what they think is popular and what isn't popular. And you know, who's that all-American boy we can hang our hat on? Why do why do we see you know? 
Peyton Manning and Tom Brady shoved down our throats and Aaron Rodgers because they're they're squeaky clean. Well, and they're bankable. Yeah, they know they bankable. Pro- they produce. They do produce the ratings. Yeah, but baseball's biggest problem for the longest time was their commissioner because you'd hear Bud Selig every time he talked talk about oh I just talked with Frank Robinson or I just talked with Joe Torre. You know, they never talked about his young stars all the time. Bud Selig was as big a detriment to baseball as he did to help it. I just think that if Mike Trout, oh, let me ask you this: so if Mike Trout played East, if he played on an Eastern team, would we know more about Mike Trout? Definitely. Here we would. Uh, they're, they're pretty familiar with Mike Trout in the West Coast. I, I, there is an East Coast bias. There's no doubt. Um, we also are watching where you know, A Rod's making all these these milestone accomplishments in this year. His return to baseball after his hundred game suspension, and baseball is largely ignoring it. And so is the media. Uh, the Yankees are slightly acknowledging it because the fans are acknowledging it. But that's totally regional. Uh, you know, sports in general does the best by by marketing their most bankable, less controversial stars. Um, does baseball do it as good as other sports? Not necessarily. But is it harder because of the size of the roster and because of the nature of the game? I mean, you know... In, in, in baseball, it's all about who, who's the dominating pitchers. Is it Kershaw? Is it Granke? Is it is it Scherzer? Is it who, who David Price? Uh, and then again, who's 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 hitting the balls out of the park? So, you know, baseball stars are kind of split. You got some defensive stars, i.e., pitchers, and you've got some offensive stars. And you know, with football, it's all about the offensive stars. All about the offensive stars, and if you're the quarterback, you're going to be the face of your franchise. You know, it's kind of hard to pick that in baseball. You know, who's the face of uh, a baseball team? You, you know, your your guy that's hitting for the cycle all the time, your Miguel Cabrera, or your dominant pitcher that's shutting well, everybody down. There aren't that many dominant pitchers, though. Well, I mean, pitching is up this year. Numbers are up. This I mean, okay, year. who's the most valuable Tiger, Cabrera or Verlander? It's no doubt. Yeah. Um, see, I, I, let's look at a team like the Dodgers. You know, Kershaw and Granke; those are two of the best they, pitchers. But who do they? Who do they always promote? Puig. Who they're actually trying to trade right now because he is in a, a, quite a feud with his three or four teammates. Yeah. So they're uh, one of the uh, Dodgers uh, today said that he would be addition by subtraction. Well, that's a side note. That's a side note to the conversation. The conversation is pointing that out as we were. Talking. I know, I know, I know. Uh, I don't want to get derailed here. The the, the the conversation is is that. You know, do we care more about the pitchers or the offensive stars? But, but, the offensive stars. But we know that pitching is what wins baseball. Right. But it's the offensive stars you pay to see. Right. You're you're watching Sports Center. You, you know, see the highlights, and you're seeing guys jack balls out of the park. Defense wins championships, but you pay to see Andrew Luck or right. Tom Brady, and you you don't pay to see the defense. Like I would have paid to see the Marlins watch Giancarlo Stanton bat this year because the guy yes. he was on track to have had the longest distance ever in home runs by hitting less. By hitting 40 home runs. He would have outdriven Barry Bonds with his extreme total this year by hitting 40 home runs with what he was hitting at. And now he's injured. But I would pay to watch him play all day long. And normally I would never watch a Miami Marlins game ever. But to watch Giancarlo Stanton hit, all day long. All right, this just in. Uh, it looks like Team USA is going to play Japan on Sunday oh for the Women's World Cup. And then, uh, all right, we we got seven minutes or less left of this show. <laughs> Here we go. We're here sit- we go. We're sitting <laughs> We're sitting here on the patio of Pyromaniac Fireworks. You know, what really irks me is that you guys are like, nobody cares about that. Do you guys not appreciate the thrill of competition? I mean, we're sports fans, right? Yeah. So what is 
so bad nothing about watching soccer. Nothing, Boring. as long as I don't have to watch it. Why? 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 It, it is it's not something that excites me. It just doesn't. I'm sorry. And I I can cover soccer left, right, and center, no problem. Uh, but but it's not my favorite thing. Baseball's not my favorite thing either. I mean, it's just not. And that's all there is to it. You can't force people. And it, and that's the worst part about soccer is all you ever hear is, well, if you give it a chance, no. You shouldn't have to be forced to watch something to enjoy it. And it's like it either attracts you or it doesn't. And if it doesn't, God bless you. If it does, God bless you. But, I mean, you are absolutely entitled to your opinion. I just want to make sure it's fact-based, Blake. Uh, have you watched enough soccer to see the nuances of passing and, 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 and see the see the similarities to hockey and yeah. and with defense and with offsides? All and, i got to come back and, to is Hope Solo's only got 11 saves in this whole tournament. That's not exciting to me. And I'm sorry, that's not competition either. That's defense. That's, that's not like there's thrills a minute. Right. Another so th- baseball games don't count that are one nothing. I agree. It's got to be a 10 to no. 9 game. Those suck. No, at least there has to be an option of something, a, a 3 to 2 game. There's not even an option of 3 to 2 game in soccer. Yeah, other than the World Cup, I can watch and invest three hours in a soccer game and not see a winner. But it doesn't mean you're not seeing athleticism on display. Oh, I totally respect that. That's not what I'm watching for. I'm watching to see a winner. I it's totally like a, respect It's that, like a one nothing baseball game. I love watching a pitcher's duel. Most casual fans, those that are like anti-baseball and say there's not enough excitement and there's not people getting concussions on every play, so I don't care about this sport because I'm bored. I live in a video game world, and it's boring! But there's a difference between a one nothing game, the Cubs and the Mets the other night, which was god awful baseball. Yes, that was terrible. I would, but I would watch Greg Maddox and Justin Verlander throw a one nothing game any day of the week. Yeah, I mean when I hear I got, uh, when I hear I'm, I got a, a game with Schmarja versus Lance Lynn, I'm going, I'm all in on that. Yeah. I want to see a great pitcher's yeah. duel. I want to see these guys out duel each other because these are two dominant performers in their sport. And and some of those would be like, ah, it's boring. Yeah. It's boring. It's a one nothing game. There's only been five hits and total. That's fine. I have no problem if people find that boring. I find it boring. You know what? That's your choice. Yeah. And you can't force people to like something. Yeah, you can't. You That's can't. true. You, you cannot. Can't. And that just turns more people off about soccer than it does attract people. Because every four years, all you hear about is how you're uneducated, you're an idiot because you don't love soccer, and blah, 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 blah. And then as soon as the World Cup is over, it goes away for four years completely. But all of us are excited about the, the, the most brutal and the most thrilling sports, whether it's football or hockey or uh, you know, baseball's too boring. Golf's too... Oh, I can't watch golf. It's too boring. Oh, really? You it's can't boring. appreciate a guy playing a sport well? No. You can't appreciate a guy that nails a shot you could never I do? I can appreciate it. doesn't mean I have to watch it. I just don't get it. I mean, I'm a sports fan, and I love, and I, I understand greatness, and I, I love watching competition, and and I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's a high-scoring or low-scoring game. I'm thrilled. I'm yeah. enjoying it. I'm enjoying the, the nuances of the battle and the chess match that is sports. Reality TV at its fine. The only true reality right, TV. Right, exactly, exactly. It's a soap opera of reality TV. Right. I mean, it really is. But I just can't get into soccer where I don't know the players. I'm not going to care about them after this is over. I didn't care about them before it's over. So why would I get all wrapped up in it? Well, and mean, it's not the Olympics. The biggest question is, shouldn't we reenact World War II and just nuke Japan right now and just assume that we're in charge before the game? You know what? And then Godzilla is going to kick our butts. Yeah, we could have done that with Ghana, too. It's like, Ghana, really? You know, I mean, uh, your national debt is the national debt of our worst 
city in America. Here, here's the biggest problem that I didn't get. Here's what, I, did, here's what I disliked about the World Cup, the men's last year, is because the announcers just assume everybody knows the nuances yeah. of soccer. They didn't explain it enough. So and I had to spend half the game. homers, too. I had to spend half the game looking up uh, what was going on on my phone. Uh, there you go. You just answered your own question. You don't like soccer very much because of ignorance. You don't know enough no, about the game. No, and it's boring. You don't know enough it's about boring. the game. I will not you invest three hours. No, no, no. I'll tell you why I don't like it. It's you boring. just admitted you don't know enough about no, the game. I don't, and it's boring. Every sport is boring if you don't know what they're doing. Well, no. If and you don't understand how the nuances of the and, game work. And, and it's boring. And I will not invest three hours in a game that <laughs> cannot have a winner. I'm sorry. That's not a sport to me. No, they, they, they declare winners. They in declare the World winners. Cup, but not in, not in the MLS they don't. How many games in nil-nil? A bunch. A bunch. Let's look at the standings here because a bunch of them have ties. Oh, there's no ties in uh, in football. There's no ties in. How often does that happen? Hockey, no, no hockey. There's shootouts. There's no ties in sports. And if a tie in football is like it's forty-two thirty-five at the end of it, it's not zero-zero. Yeah. It's thirty-five thirty-five going into overtime. And I'll admit, I'm going to flat out just retract that statement and say it was just sucked completely. That what? How many? San Francisco and, and the Rams tied twice in Harbaugh's. Yeah. Last year, I think. Yeah. Uh, crazy stuff. All right, we got to wrap this up. Um, spirited conversation is always. Soccer blows. <laughs> You're basing on that on ignorance, but go ahead. And it blows. You're not getting the last word. Okay, does that mean I have to step in here? <laughs> wrap up the show. Chase, what, what does soccer do, Chase? <laughs> He'd rather watch Elmo right now. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm on vacation. Mo's taking over for the next week, and that includes the weekend starter party tomorrow night. Big thanks to our proprietor here at uh, Pyromaniac Fireworks, Gary Graham, for opening up the doors and letting us uh, broadcast live on his patio. This is the place you need to get your fireworks needs. No question about it. Great deals. He'll steer you in the right direction of the kind of show you want to put on for your family, no matter what they are. You know, you got youngsters, you got uh, all adults, whatever your whatever your Fourth of July weekend party is. This is the place to get your fireworks. Gary Graham, Comet Coach, and Pyromaniac Fireworks, Time Corners, Getz, and Jefferson, uh, with you weeknights from seven to nine at the BSSportsShow.com and also at Yahoo Sports Radio Indiana at IndianaSportsRadio.com. It's the BS Sports Show. Big. Th-